Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. All he is, it's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum, chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators. And if you can't your predator, why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests. No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy. And then they touch your face, then you leave there and the next day you have pimples. Fantastic conversation. He's underground in a lab, floating in a tank of water because he almost died. And most important, no predators. And then it uses it as a sex puppet. Stop it, Brian. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, brought to you by me, and only me. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, and if you are brand new to this podcast, this is a comedy variety talk show where I chat with comedians, creators, and characters about the messiness of life. You guys are in for it this week. This episode is literally everything I love about Intoxicated. This week, I welcome one of my favorite human beings on planet Earth. And though he is a newer friend of mine, I am so happy to have met him. Brian Otter is back on the podcast by himself this time. And oh boy, you guys, this episode, I knew when Brian was coming on that it would be a wild ride of an episode and it did not disappoint. This is a Rogan length episode. This is two and a half hours, but It doesn't feel like it, and it certainly didn't feel like it when we were recording. I honestly think Brian and I could record like a five-hour podcast like nothing. Fucking love this episode. It is jam-packed with us discussing our lives and our issues, how we are both people pleasers, and how we stumble through life needing validation and the challenges of that. There's a lot to unpack with both of us. We both have a lot of stuff going on. And it's very refreshing to me to talk to somebody who can talk about these things. This is one of the many reasons why I'm so glad to have made friends with Brian. He is seriously one of the most genuine people that I know, honestly. And just such a fucking blast. Makes me laugh so hard. And of course, anyone who knows Brian knows that he is just full of stories. And there's lots of stories in this episode that are just so funny and real. I freaking love this one. You really do need to follow Brian Otter uh, at Definitely Not Otter on Instagram. And buckle in for this episode. Grab a snack. It's a freaking good one. Before I get to that, I do want to give a massive shout out to Patreon. I revamped the Patreon and got literally three new Patreons because of it. So I want to give a big thank you to my current Patreons, especially a new one that just signed up. And this one gets a bell ring because this Patreon came in as a high roller with a $20 pledge. Big ding for you. 
the biggest of thank yous to Michael Kennedy. Now, Michael is someone I actually just met recently. He is a fan of the show, and he is friends with a lot of the guests that I've had on. He was so sweet when I met him. He told me how much he loves the podcast and loves watching his friends on it. Such a nice guy. I am just blown away at the fact that you came in at $20. That is unreal. Oh my gosh, I hope I don't disappoint you. I can't say thank you enough to anyone who supports the show in any way you can. Whether that be just telling me how much you're enjoying it, telling a friend, leaving a review, any form of support is so appreciated. But a special thank you to Michael Kennedy for becoming a Patreon. And a shout out to all my other Patreons. So Evan, Carmen, and Catherine, big thank you to you guys as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon, definitely head over to patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Check out the reward levels. Some rewards do require a certain minimum amount of Patreons, just things like live streams and stuff like that. But there's different levels on there, so definitely check that out if you're interested. But if you cannot do that, there's many other ways to support Intoxicated as well. So you can make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. You can leave a rating, hopefully a five-star one, and a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show out with visibility. But like I always say, the best thing that you can do to support the show is to spread the word about Intoxicated, share it on social media, tell your friends. If you have comedy lovers in your life, share Intoxicated with them. It's my hope with this podcast to put local comedy on people's radar. So definitely share with the comedy lovers in your life. Anyways, guys, that's about it. I got to get ready to do some Taylor Swift reaction videos tonight because the bitch is dropping an album. So I got some work to do, but I'm so excited for this episode. I love this one. You guys are going to love it too. Please enjoy this week's episode with Brian Otter. All right. It's like a victimized trophy, I guess. It's like if you have a mental health, you're like, look at me. I got this mental health kind of thing, right? So it, it kind of gives you value where you could, where you should find your value in other places. Mental, right. health, mental health is something that you have that you should try to strive to fix and get better. That's right. And it's hard, obviously, and a lot of times you, you can't do that, but there's a lot, like, if you're using it in a way, not using it, if you're dealing with it in a way that you're not trying to help yourself, but instead of using it as a badge, yeah. it becomes a, a social currency, and that's scary to me. That is scary. Because that's what I've done. My eating disorder is 100% a, a, a result of me getting bullied as a kid and of me, people making fun of me and then me developing an eating disorder, anxiety and depression from it and then getting skinnier and then having be, like having to be like, I'm a better person now. And everybody's like, you look so good. And so I'm like, oh, this eating disorder is amazing. This eating disorder is oh, helping me out. Man, and then that's... so it becomes who you are as opposed to a thing that you have to accomplish or a thing that you have to overcome. And that's fucking scary. And while that's the, uh, getting the positive reinforcement when you do something like starve yourself is that's just crazy. Yeah. Well, because we're, we're taught like, Oh, you're, you're losing weight. Mm -hmm. So that's, so people looking at you that don't know your struggles go, Oh, he's being healthier, but they don't know how you're getting that health. Yep. And in the end, it's not healthy. No, it's the opposite of. I was way better off when I was fat and had pimples because of Pepsi than I am now that I'm passing out because I'm malnourished. Oh but God. now I'm passing out and people are going, you're so pretty. Isn't that fucked? Like, it's insane. And it's also fucked that like, that even even me, like I, I, I would never say that I've, I've been anorexic, but I've had 
dis- definitely like uh, morphia. bad well just bad like little reward synapses go off in my brain when I mm-hmm. don't eat because I'm like oh I fit in this dress that I haven't put exa- in before I'm not bloated like mm-hmm. if I know a guy's coming over I just won't eat that day like it's because I just know I look better when I haven't eaten but that's also because I have a bad stomach and I'm just very prone Scared to bloating to yeah that that's my big thing before yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to risk that, mm-hmm. and I just wouldn't want the the bloating feeling at all. Like if I was trying to be hot. Yeah, I get that. I'm always bloated. I feel. I, I look that. like. I feel like I look like I'm always just drenched out of a river. Oh. <laughs> That's how I feel because I'm always sweaty because it's just who I am, and I'm bloated. So it literally looks like somebody dragged me out of a river. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a bit. You need to make that it a sh- joke. It should be. I like that. People are so fucking antsy when I do my eating. Because for some reason, it's, uh, I don't consider myself a super attractive dude, but I'm not an ugly dude. So to be uh, an all right looking dude being like, I have eating disorders. People go, that's not true. And then yeah. they don't believe me. So they think I'm doing the joke because it's an easy joke as opposed to this is a real things that I think about literally every day of my life because I'm going through it. That so, is interesting. Yeah. There's the whole there's the whole side of comedy that you have to be believable in. If people don't believe your truths, yes. they go, he's being a piece of shit. That's right. And that's the thing about self-deprecating comedy. Like yep. all of my so- stuff is self-deprecating. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of cockiness and sassiness in some of the jokes. Like I have this one joke where I'm like because there's something funny to me when people are like you're single because guys are intimidated by your big personality and I'm always just like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my entire fucking life. Think it's a cop out? Absolutely. Like, oh, your, person- your personality is too scary. <laughs> I don't think oh, that's... Little, I- little, little scared babies don't want a fun, loud woman. Uh, but there's this joke I have about, because when you said about you're not super hot, but you're not ugly, mm-hmm. I have the same thing because I feel the same way about myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, part of being single for me for nine years has been realizing exactly where I fall on the crazy hot scale, which is not hot enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then I, and like then I say, and then I go into the big personality stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm told that I'm single because I have a big personality. So, women in here tonight, if you have a boyfriend, you deserve it. That's great for you, but you're boring. Nice. I like that. I'm scared to lot. do that one though because I don't yeah. want to offend people on the ground. Fuck them. They're there literally for that. Not to be a. F- you're not like yelling the n word at them. Like you're telling, no. you're, you're telling them fuck you for being in, for being happy. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing. Exactly. It's essentially just being like, it's a, it's a, it's still again self-deprecating because you're like, fuck you for having what I don't. Exactly. Ultimately what that joke exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. Oh, that's, good. That's I'm glad, I'm glad it, it like, it kind of communicates that way. To the, yeah, Cause, for sure. Cause that's kind of what I'm going for where I'm like, okay, well if, if that's why I'm single, if it's because I'm just so fun and it's so intimidating that anyone in here tonight, if you have a partner, you're fucking boring. Like, mm-hmm. it means you have no personality. <laughs> I really like that crazy hot scale joke though because I'm like if you I'm have like, a boyfriend you have the personality slight, of a shih tzu I, yeah if I was just slightly hotter I think I would get more guys or if I was slightly less more like crazy I think I would I'm just like kind of not should we draw this graph yeah this, this, this crazy hot graph what it would look like I, I mean you're all about the graph Brian. it's my favorite way to explain things to people it's literally my favorite way to explain things to people because you can explain super weird 
like premises by graphing them out and just having people go like, oh, that's ridiculous. Exactly. And then they remember it just because you took the time to graph it out. That's right. It's literally how I did like all of my tutoring and shit throughout university. Oh, did you, you tutored? Yeah, that's how I got through. <laughs> oh yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I tutored. Go. That's how I got through school. Uh, I only stopped because it got creepy a little bit and I stopped being comfortable. It got creepy? Okay, wait. Pause that thought. Are you kidding me? You can see every drop on my forehead. <laughs> I don't want I'm just really pale. Because every time I'm in the video with other people, they look great. Yeah, but you have like Chris Halef and fucking Matt Baker who are all like godly, like Greek god tan. <laughs> fucking assholes mean happy and outside all the time. I'm so goddamn jealous. Chris isn't outside all the time. Ah, he probably is. He has to run around looking for drama. He's he's a news guy, so he just runs around oh, looking for drama. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, <laughs> so I he, see what you mean. I thought you meant like 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 comedy drama, like starting fights. And well, stuff. that too. Oh my gosh, we should just we let's open the episode because otherwise we'll just like do the whole episode and I'm, I won't even say who you are and why you're here. We'll have to go. We'll, <laughs> we have to go backwards and be like the intro to the episode is the last. 30 seconds of yes. the episode. Hi guys, welcome oh, to Intoxicated Podcast. Bonsoir tout le monde, bienvenue à Intoxicated Podcast avec Sarah McClellan. Oh, you did better than Mitch. Mitch tried to do a little French intro in his episode that just came out yesterday. He's also trying to look like Justin Timberlake. Like, Mind you, he really does he look does. like... I'm jealous. It's crazy. The first, like the first, the first time I saw him, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like him for five minutes. Because I was immediately, I was like, this guy dresses weirder than I do. He has weirder hair than I do, but yet he's confident and everybody loves him. What the fuck's going on? And I I, immediately, my like little boy inside of me was like, this isn't fair. (laughs) I don't know why. But then like after talking to the guy for like five minutes, I love razzing him because he reminds me a lot of the friends that I had growing up. So like, I really like him now. Um, But for the first like five minutes... I was being shitty. <laughs> oh wow! I remember like seeing him and just being like, "Who's this kid? Like, yeah. who's this? Who's this guy? Just like being all confident, like exactly just it. coming in hot, like like cause fucking coming in I on a grind like, on his skateboard, being like, I'm cool.' And you're I like, I get it. With new comics, when you see people like who are new with men, especially, like I do feel like there's this like more quieter, laid back presence on stage, and he didn't have that at all. Like he was he was pretty charismatic right away. So was he in like church choir or something? I, I'm not sure. We should find out. I'll ask him sometime. Be like, why are you so, why are you like this? <laughs> why no, are you you? Did nobody hurt you growing up? <laughs> How are you like this? It's coming. <laughs> I feel like with people like he's 21. Mm-hmm. He's I baby. feel like if you have a good if you have a good life, you know, if you're popular in high school, all that like it's going to come mm. eventually. You're going to get your. He's going to. He's going to get, get desserts, his. He's going to get his desserts. trauma. <laughs> Guys, I hope I miss trauma. I'm so excited right now. Like this is the this is because I, I just know this one's going to be a wild ride. Uh, I'm here with like one of my favorite humans on this planet, Brian Otter. Thank you for having me. This is super fun. I've been excited for this. I got asked by my friends to come up to Halifax to do like a weird family reunion thing and I was like yeah of course and then immediately as I said yes I texted you about it like 30 (gasps) seconds later because in the back of my brain I was like I get to see Sarah and hang out with Sarah and maybe do a podcast and this is going to be fucking super fun so I'm like super jazzed that you asked me to come here someone who like when I first met you I like I didn't like when you came on for the first time Mm -hmm. I didn't know you as well yeah because we had never met we had talked we had spoken online only online only and then it was so fun it was great but then since then like I've learned 
all these different layers to who you are, all these weird crevices of like your brain. Like there's a lot of crevices. There's a lot going on here, and um, that's why I'm so excited to have you back because like I, I feel like even still. Like, there's just more episodes to come with you. Like, we're not going to cover. There's always more to unpack. It's just kind of unbreaking the iceberg bit I'm an, by bit. I'm an unorganized airport <laughs> at this point. I have so much baggage. <laughs> like, it's, it's, uh, that's who I am. Do you think it's baggage, though? Oh, like, do you view sure. it as that? Uh-uh. Right. No, but the airport doesn't realize that it's a problem either, right? It's only the people who have to deal with their shit <laughs> think it's a problem. Ooh, shit. That's an interesting and, way and to look of, at it. I'm glad I said it on recording because <laughs> now I'm realizing it and I'm getting sad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no I'm but you're right. When, but it's like when you live with yourself, mm-hmm. when, you, when you've been through shit and you live with it in yourself, you get so used to it and you don't realize, like, you sometimes don't realize how fucked up it is until it impacts someone else. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't understand somehow when people go through things and they're just like, oh, people don't take your shoes with a knife from regular people? That's not a regular thing? So it's just like, I don't know. um, I've gone through a lot of bizarre things, so nothing really surprises me anymore. Right. So because of that, I talk about it as if it wouldn't surprise anyone. And there's a lot of people who have never experienced... Never experienced bad things, I guess. And I'm jealous of them and I'm super happy for them. But I come off as a lot. Oh, Uh, but like I do too. And like that's (laughs) like the coming off as a lot thing is like that's such part of my. uh, Big personality. Like my narrative almost. Yeah. I feel like. I don't think it becomes. I don't think it's your narrative. It's kind of the the, the structure that then makes that narrative. Yes. Because you. you, I don't know. It's the thing. You make a little Lego tower and stuff. The tower is only going to have the same integrity as all the little blocks that you use to build it to the top, right? Kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. if they're fucking, I don't know, if if those were left outside in the in the rain and the wind and the shit running all over it, you're going to see that on the tower. You're gonna. It's going to start to crumble. Yeah, that's I interesting. Mean, or you can be a strong, weird-looking tower. <laughs> that's my goal. That's what I am, too. I, have you ever felt the need to change for somebody? All the time. This is who I am. This is my biggest problem. <laughs> oh, my God. We're just getting right into it. I didn't think I'd unpack it so quick. Holy shit. Wow. Thanks for having me back three minutes in. What's your trauma? Well, the thing is, because no. I was thinking about it before you came over, I was like, because there was a moment in the chat recently where we were talking about, like, how some of us are, like, concerned about coming off stupid yeah. to people. That's my, to be fair, that's, like, my favorite thing to do. When somebody says something that it's, like, super obvious, I like to be like, oh, really? And I act like I thought it was the opposite just to get, like, a reaction from people. Um, but then you do that with strangers and then they think you're dumb. And then yeah. you go, oh, no. Like, people don't realize that this is a joke. Um, Fuck, it happens to me all the time. I hate right? that. Stop thinking of everyone as your friends. That's the Oh, problem. my God. You're so That's right. That's problem. <laughs> and I hate, and I, for me, and I don't know how you deal with it when that happens. And you're like, oh, they, they didn't get it. I get angry. Like, I, d- deep down, I feel angry when I'm misunderstood. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you a single, an only child? No, but I'm the youngest, and my sisters mm, are older. Fair. I'm also the youngest. Yeah. I don't, I've, I've gone to a doctor for a lot of years to not be angry at things anymore. So, like, I'm right. very lucky for that. Um, so I don't... Before, I was angry about literally everything. I was always mad. And then now, 
I can't be bothered to be right. mad. Because there's so much stupid going on in the world all the time that you could just be mad all of the time. You and totally I was could. like, it takes up so much energy. And I just like eating Smarties and slaying in the sun. <laughs> like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mad. Like, it's so fucking it's exhausting. It's true. It, it, it does take mental gym- gymnastics to get yourself out of anger. Like, mm. I've never done, I've done a couple therapy sessions, but nothing consistent to a point where like anything happened out of them. Um, which is like, I want nothing more than to be in therapy. Like, I will make it known. Like, I just don't have the money for it right now. I don't have, have benefits. What's that? Have you ever heard of Inkblot Therapy? Is this the one that you were talking about during quarantine? The online therapy? Hi, therap- the Talk Podcast oh, brought to hey! you by InkblotTherapy.com. It's, it's an online, um, it's like, a, it's therapy by Zoom call, essentially. And you go on and you have a bunch of, of very credible doctors who, when they have off time and they're not meeting clients, they put their time up on this app and then you can book their time and it's usually like 30 to 40 bucks and you get a half an hour Whoa. with this doctor. And the cool thing is there's doctors from all over Canada. So there's different time zones. So you can have a therapy session at 1 a.m. if that's your true self. Holy because like, you know, shit. when you wake up, you're, maybe you're... It's different for every person, but like you wake up and you might not be yourself. And you're mm-hmm. just like weirdly grumpy, and people talk to you and you snap, even though that's not who you are. And then you only become like your true self at a certain point of the day. For me, it's like late at night. That's why I like comedy. I have Hell all yeah. day. I have all day to just be miserable and wallow. And then the sun goes down, and then I get to feel like myself. And I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking hang out and have a have a good time. People can't see me sweating. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> comedy is a nighttime activity. It's a night owl thing. Yeah, you have to be a weirdo to... 100%. It's very weird to see comedy in the day in the daylight. It's strange. Even at Gus's Pub, which starts at 8 o'clock, which is still daylight out here in Halifax. Like, During it's, the summer, yeah. It's uh, weird because like, the sun is beating in on this like little dive bar. And like, it feels like, like you're giving a lecture more than doing comedy during yes, the day. That's yes. the big problem. Yeah. And that's why night classes don't work. Yeah. Because people don't take their profits seriously. See, I, I'm the same as you, though. I'm wired at nighttime. I feel like I'm the most energetic, most productive, most, like, my brain feels the most um, at ease at I, night. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's normal. I read mm-hmm. online that that just means we're unhealthy. <laughs> I read, I heard somewhere, I don't remember which podcast it was, that um, it goes back, like, to your ancestors. Like, yeah. Um, so if you're a night person, you have something in your blood or in your DNA that your ancestors back then used to be like the night watchers yeah. or the people who like kept guard at night. Yeah. And so that's why some people are naturally night people. I have a theory that night people are better than morning people because night people are more adaptable. Night people. Because we're up. forced to kind of live in the social construct of like you've got to be up by nine o'clock in the morning kind of thing. And so a yeah, lot so of night people still work day jobs. They will but be miserable. about it. They will be miserable, but they will still do it. Whereas morning people, you don't often see morning people out past 11. No, you don't because they have to go to work in the morning. Like I feel like night people are more adaptable oh. than morning people. I tr- I will, just made me realize something about my own life. God I damn. will die on that hill. I don't care. If you're a morning person, there's no judgment. In fact, I... Often wish I was one just really? for productivity sakes. Like, do you want to be a normie? I feel when I sleep late, I, even though like I go to bed late, if I sleep late, I feel bad. Like morally, or you feel sick? Morally. Why? I don't know. I wake up at like one or two, and I'm just like, I feel like a piece of garbage. People have already worked half their day. Some people haven't woken up yet. That's true too. 
right? Yeah, but that's the thing. If you're, I if you're basing yourself off of that, we're in the Maritimes. So technically, you're waking up at 2 o'clock. You're waking up with someone in Vancouver time. Like you that's get, true. You're being as productive as somebody who's in Vancouver right yeah. now. Yeah, it's just this weird thing. California. I, it's this LA weird Sarah. pressure I have in my head where I still feel, I think it's because I... I think it's because, too, if you want to do comedy, you do have to still work and sustain your life. And so a lot of people do have to do day jobs, but then they have to have the energy to do comedy at nighttime. So, so you just get through your day job with least effort as possible. <laughs> or I just smoke a bunch of weed at night until I forget that I'm tired. <laughs> and then I just sling jokes. That's, just That's kind of my right. thing. I want more late night comedy shows. Like 10 like p.m. Late, late night? 10 p.m. start. Yeah, that's amazing. I would be all on board for that. One time I did a show at 2 a.m. in the morning. It was Whoa. the worst experience of my life. Was it at Hell's? No. We got... Oh, it was oh, a depressing experience, to say the least. But it was it was fun. Um, we got asked to do a festival called... I won't say it. it we were asked to do a festival. And uh, I had come up for the weekend. I was in Halifax. And my buddy was here. And he saw me. And he goes, hey, do you want to do a music festival with me? And I said, fuck yeah. And he said, it's tomorrow. And I said, okay, we're down. And then I also hadn't like slept in a couple days because I, I broke into and slept on a party boat, party boat downtown <laughs> Halifax one night because I didn't have a place to stay. Uh, so I was like it's exhausted. It's the most bright thing I've ever heard in my life. Man, I've lived all over the city. <laughs> it's, it's not a you browsing. You slept on the party boat? Yeah, I had, yeah, I had company. <laughs> I was safe. Don't worry. What <laughs> <laughs> did you do by yourself on a party boat? Just drifted around. No, I, ma- I made an, I made a new friend, and they didn't believe that that's where I was going, and they okay. agreed to join me like a weirdo. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, fuck, where was that going from? Uh, two two a.m. comedy show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was exhausted, and I was run out, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. And then me and my buddy Evan Steves. Uh, has Evan ever done your podcast? No, Evan, come on. Evan, come on the Intoxicated Podcast. You're I love Evan. I am too. He's my homeboy. Um, him and I went together, and he was like, okay, cool. So then we drove to the festival, and we got there at 8 p.m. Uh, and my buddy was like, you should be able to be on at like 10. And I was like, okay. So we're walking. We parked the car. As we're walking in, there's a guy with no shirt, torn cargo pants, with a sweater like over his forehead, like it draped back down his back, like it's a cape, dragging a shovel, just is this in the evolve? gravel, whistling. No, evolve is as scary, but it wasn't. It was not evolve. God. It was smaller scale, which meant you could do weirder drugs. Is <laughs> <laughs> essentially what that means. Um, oh my God. So as soon as we saw a shovel guy, I was like, "This is going to be a wild night." So we just walk in and we set up our tent and then my buddy uh, who offered us to be on the show was like, hey, I just got this super awesome shatter. Would you like some? And I was like, I don't smoke shatter normally. I'm a weed. I'm like a buds only kind of guy. What's the is the shatter the crystal stuff in the weed? No. So uh, that's crystal and that I fuck with. I love that. Okay, It's it's fun. It's sparkly and I like it. Um, Shatter is they refine the weed using like isopropyl alcohol and like other things ethanol I think and then it makes it super concentrated into like this this it looks like honey almost but sometimes it's like brown or sometimes it's yellower but it's like the consistency of like honey it's like super sticky oh, okay um, and a little bit will get you fucked oh shit um, and like I don't like losing control because I'm always losing 
control. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah, this is going to be, I was like, I'll, I, like, I don't do any hard drugs. Like I'll do mushrooms because it makes me forget that I'm me and that's cool for like eight hours. Um, but other than that, there's like, yeah, no, it's good. Man, doing mushrooms and being a whole different person for eight hours is refreshing. I would have never have wanted to do mushrooms mm-hmm. up until this quarantine. The, the quarantine and the depression that I went through during the past like four months mm-hmm. has made me want to do them. Yeah, I got through two. I got through like two really really hard times of my life by doing mushrooms around two people that I love a lot. Yeah, you got to do it in the right circumstance. You got to do it with people you trust. Um, People who do mushrooms and go to doolies to play pool freak me out. (laughs) Like if you're just going to a dive bar where it's already scary when you're on a substance that just makes being alive scary. Yeah. You're a psychopath. Yeah, that's weird. You shouldn't be trusted. I don't trust people who go to dive bars on mushrooms. Um, (laughs) It's a great quote. But like, so I don't do shatter per se it makes my ears feel like i was in a plane as well i get all congestion oh, so. i hate that feeling right yeah. so i was like yeah fuck it I'll, I'll i'll try some shatter because going back to the initial thing i always have to do everything that everybody asks because i'm scared they won't like me I right validation <laughs> doing I'll, things for validation I'll do literally any you ask Hell me to yeah. truffle shuffle online right now i will please don't ask me to do that <laughs> what's a truffle shuffle oh no you've never seen the goonies mm-hmm mm. A long time ago. I don't remember it that much. Oh, it's the most iconic scene in all in the Goonies except for, hey, you guys. Hey, I don't know about um, that. So the Truffle Shuffle is one of the characters. He's a, he's a plump little little man. And uh, his friends think it's hilarious for him to Truffle Shuffle and ask for him to do it on command. And he reluctantly pulls his shirt up and just jiggles his tummy. <gasps> oh, okay. And it just okay. bounces back and forth. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, man, I've done that so many times. <laughs> At parties, just losing at beer pong, you start truffle shuffling, throw your game, throw the airplane off, it's amazing. I feel like Scott McLean uh, would ask me to truffle shuffle, I, probably. He, he probably does it a lot. One of his jo- new jokes now is showing his stomach, so. Does he have a big stomach? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, good for you. Man, you get a pretty girlfriend, you can grow up with a big stomach. It's just the rules. Fuck yeah. <laughs> to be yep. a man. It's just... Who it is? It's it's fucked up though because to have a big belly, you have to somehow have a still decent face, but no titties. You're, but you're, you can you you can look like the Michelin Man on the lower half, but flat. Because as soon as you get titties, people look at you like, what the fuck is happening? You're probably right about that, like, man. I've been I, pretty hard on men in terms of like of how. Size? Well, just in terms Sarah, of Sarah, I, I always see hot these hot babes with these guys that like aren't that hot. That's a fucking... Ha- okay, I was just having this conversation with my buddy. It blows my mind. It's like bizarro land in Halifax because there's plenty of handsome guys here. Plenty. But for some reason, all of them are single and all of these gorgeous girls hang on to threes and fours. Yeah. I think I... They have more pairs of shoes than he is points of hot. I feel like women... <laughs> Hmm. And I get shit, I, I get shit for this all the time, but mm-hmm. I truly think women care less about looks than men do in terms of. Can I ask? Can I ask you something? Yes. Do you think? Okay. Do you think girls? I don't want this question to come off as arrogant. Do you think girls care more about how other girls look than their partner? I mean. 
Because, yeah, for sure, like, is they, you, you were going to say that they don't care in, as much about their partner. In terms, for, yeah, definitely in terms of yourself, I think it's hard on women because we're just constantly compared to each other. Yeah, you guys are competing so, all the time. Yeah, and so that is definitely something. There's something to that. But in terms of attraction, and I've talked with this with so many girlfriends mm-hmm. about attraction and how it's very, um, for me anyways, like, there's certain personality things that trump looks that can trump look yeah like if you like you'll if, still date a handsome dude with a great hairline if he's I, a dummy i'm 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 also physically attra- like all the guys that i've been attracted to mm-hmm. i find physically attractive as well cool but some of my friends will look at them and go you can do better than that like really <laughs> like you can do better it's a fear of mine that i'm the boyfriend that the friends go <laughs> You can do better because, like, I agree, but I don't need them to say it. Cause, like, <laughs> oh my god! But I'm that's the around, thing. Playing, but right? that's the thing about attraction, and that's why I have a rule of myself where I will never put down who someone else is attracted to. Yeah. If you, if if, if a friend of mine is attracted to somebody, mm-hmm. that is a personal thing. There are reasons behind that, and I don't fucking judge. You know, I don't fucking judge, but I've, you know, like I've had friends be like, you could do better or like, eh, really? He's not that. And I'm just like, it's are just- those the same friends that like you order a steak and they're like, you can add a salad. <laughs> some people just suck and give you opinions that they shouldn't share for some That's fucking right. reason. That's right. And they're all the, also those people. Um, yeah. Attraction is just very complicated. Yeah. It's a very complicated thing. It's a weird, like, fucking... There's a pheromony thing, too, as well. Yeah. Sometimes you're attra- you're like, I-, I don't understand why I'm attracted to this person. And you're just like, there's something about them that makes me want to be around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a weird... <laughs> it's very, very, very <laughs> yeah, weird. Just like... And it happens all the time. Like, have you ever just, like, stood at a bus stop with someone and just felt comfortable? Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing. But that's our bodies just being like, you're cool. It's, don't worry. We are fucking just, like, animals wanting to breed. Well, we are animals. Yeah. That's something that people forget. Well, it, it is easy to for, forget, though. Like, Why? It's, because we got thumbs and big brains? That's, yeah, exactly. Like, at, at the base of it, we all want to fucking reproduce. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Yeah. We, we, have, we have to eat, sleep, drink, and fuck. That's breathe right. Breathe as mm-hmm. well. But as humans, it's kind of just our only purpose. And then we built toys to entertain ourselves between those things. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of time. I could have fucking laid under a tree and just watched the stars. Like, I would have been cool with that. But now I got to play poker with a guy in Taiwan at four in the morning oh my on my phone for some reason. Like, it's crazy. It's, but back to the shatter. Oh, yes. We diverged, um, but I love that. About so it. it's next level. It's essentially you're allergic to bees and this honey is going to make your brain swell. It's essentially what it is. Um, some people love it. And I don't understand those people, uh, but you get very, very stoned. Anyway. Body high? Everything. Your whole body just, you turn into a puddle. You turn into the viscosity of the shatter. Oh, God. Depending on what it's like. If it's runny, you'll be runny. Oh, that's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) You smoke it and you poop. No. Um, I don't need it. <laughs> no, same. I get thinner, though. If that was a thing, if I would just poop and get thinner from shatter, I would take the brain damage. Oh, my God. I don't even care. Oh, my and God. So, anyway, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll try it. And then he gave me a big one. And then as I was taking it, as it was coming into my lungs, he was just like, oh, by the way, this one is, like, super strong. And I'm like, oh, so I take it and then I open a bottle of water and I slam back a bottle of water and he packs a second one and he goes, hey, take this. So I take it 
And then he did that to me four times. So he gave you more? Yeah. So he gave me a puff, would take one quick, gave me another one, and he just smokes a fuckload of weed. So it wasn't like a malicious thing. Mm-hmm. He may have sabotaged me, but I love him. <laughs> I, like right. to, I like to think that it wasn't malicious. We were just shooting the shit and having a great time. And he's a large guy who smokes a fuckload. So I feel like he was just like, he'll keep up. Right. Um, but I don't smoke shatter. So after the first one, I was probably higher than he was on his fourth. Oh, my um, God. So we did four. And I just forgot. Like, I was just standing there and he was talking to me and he was going through me. And I was like, I got to do comedy soon. <gasps> and uh, he goes, oh, I talked to the to the guy who organized this. And uh, we can only go on at 1 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, so we have a couple hours to just kill. And I was like, well, that's good because I feel like I'm going to die. So I'm going I'm to go, I'm gonna go take a little power nap. So I crawl into my tent somehow. I find it. I might have been in somebody else's tent. I don't even know. And I'm sleeping. And then time comes by. And I just remember like coming in and out of consciousness because Evan's like (laughs) and my eyes are opening and I'm seeing like a Sasquatch blurry figure because he's huge like he's going to be out of your camera when he's here don't don't aim it up it'll be so funnier if you just see imagine a whole podcast like this and then you have to talk to the guy and he's like and this time (laughs) was he high too was Steve's high yeah uh, and not at that point not at that point. Okay. He, oh, my so gosh. So he's trying to wake me up, and he's like, we're going on in 20 minutes. Get up. And he took off, and he came back, and he goes, we're going on in 15 minutes. Come on. And every time he'd come, oh I would just, like, immediately drift back because I was still high as fuck. Um, so finally, he grabbed me and picked me up. And I'm a heavy dude. I'm, I'm, I'm dense. <laughs> but he just picked me up, and he stood me up, and he goes, we have five minutes fucking get your composure and get out here and i'm like in that moment i realized this is my best friend this is a person this is a dude who is going to look out for me and make sure that i don't self-sabotage because god knows i like doing that yeah Um, and make sure that i get shit done i was like i fucking love this dude so he brings me to the stage but in the moment like we said earlier about being different people during different times of the day this was now my morning (laughs) because i just woken up so i was grumpy i was grumpy and he just grabs me once more. We're standing beside the stage and he just shakes me. And he goes, wake the fuck up and make people laugh. Oh, wow. And I go, okay. And then I walk up to the stage and the guy who asked us to show up shows up and goes, hey, we have an hour because this DJ's going long. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole world just goes like, boom. And I'm like, oh, God. oh, fuck me. But now I have an hour to wake up and like, okay. I'm in a better mood because Evan was like making me giggle and stuff. And I was like, all right, this is going to be fucking sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Guy goes up, does comedy, brings me up. I introduce myself. I deliver my first joke. At the end of my first joke, I don't hear a single laugh. All I hear is, And then a laugh. Somebody t- packed themselves a whippet, like their Steve owned 2002, inhaled the <gasps> balloon, and started to laugh. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh no, it's <gasps> two in the morning. Everybody hears a zombie. Yeah. Everyone is beyond high. They don't even realize what's going on. And I like talked to people after. They were like, I didn't notice there was somebody on stage, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
And I'm like, what? They were like, I'd love to hear your jokes. And I'm like, too late now. <laughs> I'm going back that to the tent. the worst time. Like, I mean, I think do that's you know, worse than doing it in the afternoon. Like, that's the worst time. Do you People know how much done. it throws you done. off to be in the middle of a joke where it's not funny, you know it's not funny, and hear people laugh and then deliver your punchlines to laughs that you didn't deserve? You didn't, and laughs that are just because they're high they're as fuck. High. So, yeah, um, oh comedy gosh. at two in the morning, probably not the best time. Was this like, this was outside? Yeah, it was an outdoor festival. The stage was super cool, though. Whoever built it was the Jesus of carpentry of EDM stages because really? the stage was huge and they had cut it so that it looked like it was melting. It's a big wooden stage, and they like cut parts of it and then spray painted it so that it looked like it was melting. I was sober. Well, I was in a bunch of shatter, but like, you don't hallucinate. And I'm looking at this thing like, is this stage fucking melting? And they put like lights inside oh of the stage, and I was like, this is gorgeous. And it's just on some old dude's farm, like in the middle of the wool- woods in Wolfville. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. It was super cool. At one point, we found like this hammock that was like the size of your living room. Holy it was attached shit. between trees. And I went in and I laid there. And then Evan went and laid there. And then a friend of mine came in. She laid in there with, with us. And we are just talking. That would be fun. It was so much fun. And then oh. we were just talking and just like looking at the stars and just being goofy because the show was done now. And we get to have fun. And Evan downed a bottle, a <laughs> bottle of fucking whiskey and then did a bunch of mushrooms. Oh, my so God. He's, he's, being, he's being outer worldly. I, <laughs> so oh we're man. having a great time. And then just throughout the next like hour, 20 people showed up. Just like one at a hammock? time. And just would crawl in and come. And it just grew from like the three of us having to be stuck together because we were inside of a giant hammock to just a giant net cuddle puddle. It's like a cat- of strangers. Yeah. And it sounds gross and it sounds weird, but goddamn, you feel comfortable in a like a. a have you ever seen snake nests? No. Oh, dude. Sna- Are you ready to I, get uncomfortable? A snake nest? Oh, yeah. Snake pit, it's called. Well, I'll, Go on I'll YouTube and uh, check out a snake pit. You wrote snack net. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, so we're so actually that's how you should describe yourself. I'm we're, a snack net. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put this in the in the podcast. Let's, oh, let's do it. Let's react to it now. So, what am I looking at? Uh, snake, like a <laughs> snake. That snack again. <laughs> Space pit. <laughs> yeah, I was in a net, but we're looking I for. Clear, a pit. I clearly want uh, snacks. Keep so, running snacks. Right? Uh, I wish I would have brought you some. I'm sorry. I should have oh, asked no, if you needed I had, like, before I, I came. I had Chinese food before I came. Oh, nice. I yeah. Also, I kind of... Would it be this? Oh, yeah. Let's look at that. It's exactly what you think. Oh, God. So, I don't know why you have to go all over the world, because they're literally everywhere. You can walk around and book New Brunswick and find these. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's what not, you feel like in a I, hammock with 40 strangers high as fuck on mushrooms. That's what you feel like. But it's so goddamn comforting. Do you <gasps> not like snakes? Um, <laughs> You know, I don't hate them. No. You know how like some people just like hate them? I don't like bugs, though. You like, like bugs? Spiders. So you'd like this co- least if it was cockroaches? Ugh. I don't think centipedes behave this way. <laughs> okay, I don't a like snake, a snake. I'm just realizing this, but a snake pit is what I imagine a dude's inside of his ball sack would look like under a microscope. Yeah, really? <laughs> like, though? That's what our sperms probably do when we're not doing anything. They're just like all hanging out. Just, just poking out, just being like, sup, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. Oh, yeah. This thing is super gross. Fast forward so you can actually see like the there's like there must be like a portion of it. Yeah, right here. 
I hate that this guy is just, this dad is just talking about these snakes. I wanted to show you like a only audio of the snakes video of it. Mm. But that's a hundred percent what, uh, what you feel like. That's crazy. I love snakes. They're so fucking cool. They got so much done and they don't even have thumbs. We're supposed to be so cool because we have thumbs and they, they are really fucking cool. I saw, I, I frequent the nature is metal subreddit. It's a good rubber, right? Um, and I've seen some shit on there with snakes. Like there was, there was a bird that caught a snake recently and was like destroying it. Like, oh, like, bird like <laughs> and like the snake was still alive though, and it was, yeah. br- it was brutal to watch. We're the only creature that has the compassion to kill before we eat them. So, yeah. when, so when Peta's like, "How do you think they feel? They don't feel they're dead because we're not like other animals." Komodo dragons? Oh, just and swallow you whole. They'll swallow they, your child. They'll eat your kid. Well, they, they eat. Give a fuck. They eat other animals alive, like other animals. So they poison their prey yeah. so that their prey are just demobilized, mm-hmm. and they will eat them alive. I've had girlfriends like That's- that. <laughs> 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 yeah, Christ. no, they're crazy. But the thing is, with a komodo dragon, if he eats only vegetation, it dies. So it has to eat other animals, right? So they're and- just fucking. Like they're just always on the hunt for. Well, meat. think about this. Imagine you had to, you had to kill your meal before you eat it, right? If you go and you poison it and you leave it there and you wait for it to die to be humane about it, I'm gonna walk up. I'm another Komodo yeah, dragon, exactly. and I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, because we don't have morals because we're Komodo dragons. Yeah, being human is dope. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but essentially, yeah. So they just kind of like there's so many animals who just eat other animals. Like I, when I was growing up, I'm from like a woodsy part of New Brunswick, so I was like always out hunting and stuff with my dad and my uncles and all that stuff. And that's kind of all my whole family does. And and I watched a, a bear eat a deer once. Oh God! It was just super weird and uh. like super messed up. And um, but I was like in the the moment that I realized like he'd do that to me. Yeah. Like this yeah. isn't this isn't something that I he would not give a shit. I'm just an antlerless deer to him. Bears are fucked too. Yeah, they're insane. They'll That's fucking, what I mean. Chimpanzees will kill you. We oh. don't have those here thing. Fuck. Yeah, it's just it's and it's weird because I thought about it the other day. I'm like, I have I know, talking about things that are fucked up about us. Mm-hmm. I have like an un, a overwhelming fear of death. Like I'm constantly thinking about it. I'm thinking about how it's going to happen to me. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm just constantly, it's just constantly like, I'm not living life to my fullest. I'm not doing what I want. I'm not not living your life to the fullest because you're afraid that it'll kill you. (sighs) Or do you think that it's killing you to not do the things that you want? Who knows? It could be that it could be a vicious cycle. You're right. You're probably right. Call me naive, but uh, the scientific principles just says, try one. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't hurt yourself. Try the other one. (laughs) Try living. Do, yeah, do the things that you want to do, and uh, but I'm maybe I'm constantly thinking about what's what is death, what happens, like like constantly thinking about it, and I often Are wonder you like spiritual at all. Um, I mean, I don't. Other than no. believing that you're a Pisces, <laughs> that's I mean, like do you believe like after do you believe like after death kind of spiritual? I want. I very much so don't want to believe that there's nothing. So I, I've always said that I'm agnostic because I just I just don't I don't know what's mm-hmm. if there's an afterlife or what goes on afterwards, but I do believe in something greater than us. Like I I do believe in that. What's greater than us? Like a being? <sighs> That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We're essentially just like loaves of bread that happen by accident. 
essentially, right? So, like, I'm not dismissing anything that you believe. That's it's not what true. I'm trying to do. But I mean, like, the the way that we showed up here, all of the things that we have inside of us mm-hmm. can be found within the universe. You just take a rocket ship and you fly out and you'll find literally everything that you need to make a person. Every element. Yeah. Just, just in space. Everywhere. Planets have them. Stars have them. Literally everything. Yeah, You yeah. have carbon everywhere you have oxygen everywhere you have what's the other ones that we have carbon oxygen uh oh fuck tw- grade 12 chemistry teacher would cut me in the dick right now i can't remember what the other ones are um but essentially all of the elements there's like seven main elements that we that are we are made up of uh, can be found literally 90 percent of the universe that we can see and there's infinite more universe than that but we can only assume that it can also be found there yeah right essentially by having the perfect smack of elements over and over and over again there was single cell yeah. life forms right and then they swam around yeah. in the water and just ate things and then got bigger and smarter right and then we eventually i'm i'm explaining it, evolution, evolution right now like a fucking yeah. idiot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but essentially it got so it's here so it's all just super fucking lucky we're just right. insanely lucky that this happened that's right i think what i think about all the time is just how can a person mm-hmm. like you and I, I feel like you and I are similar in that there's a lot going on up here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotions, thoughts, insecurities, like weird things. Like we're constantly like, I don't know about you, but my mind, it, it, it never shuts down. Yeah. Like, you know, it might shut down right before I fall asleep, but that's about it. And one day forever. That should be the thumbnail. Um, but that's what that's what is mind boggling Um, to me like when somebody dies where does all that go where do those memories go weirdly in a box underground so that we can't deteriorate which coffins are stupid yeah and if they were to just throw you into the ground you'd turn into a plant or a tree and then you would just ooze out saps and then animals would eat you and then your information would then be transferred to them to then feed their young and then it propagates throughout infinity like that so all of your experiences aren't going to waste because it made you the being that you are to then feed the next generation of animals to then grow and then be able to repeat the cycle of life. What if you get cremated? That's cool. You still, When you cremate someone, you essentially just turn them to ashes. And as long as you bring those back to the earth, I feel like you lose a lot of the nutrients by burning them, the carbon. Fucking, yeah. As it burns, it goes into the sky. And I guess those elements make their way into the sky and come back down in rain form and the rest are thrown okay, into cool. the grass. Because I want to be turned into a firework. Just because I <laughs> you That's damn. a fucking incredible idea. What color would you be? Because different I, materials make different colors. What I would, would want to be? be like multicolored. I think. Ooh. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I don't think th- it's an expensive wish, but that is my wish in my will. I don't even. I don't know if I have a will. Do you have a will? Me? Yes. You do? Yeah. Nobody expects me to live. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. What can I tell mean? you? Can I tell you something? What do you mean? No one expects you to live. I had the weirdest uh, the weirdest realization like last week. I'm 29 years old, and I was talking to my dad on the phone, and he was just like, "Oh, I have an appointment." I was like, "Hey, can you uh, can I come see you?" And he was like, "Oh, I can't. I have an appointment." And uh, I was like, "Okay, can I can I come with you?" And because my dad was sick a little while ago, ah. uh, and I was like, if he's sick, uh, fuck you for not trying to tell me. I, 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 I'm your son. I deserve to know. Uh, so I was like, can I come with you? And he's like, no, no, it's not important. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm just canceling life insurance. 
And I was like, what the fuck is my dad going to do? And I was like, why would you? You're old. You're an old man during COVID. Why are you canceling your life insurance? And he goes, I'm not canceling my life insurance. I'm canceling yours. What? And I went, what? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was like, yeah, it's not like we were kind of scared when you were going to school that something would happen. So we put a life insurance on you in case anything were to happen. And I feel comfortable enough now that I can cancel it. I don't have to keep paying into it. And I go, what? And he goes, I didn't want to fucking tell you this. And I was like, you just didn't expect me to make it? <laughs> like, like, I'm a, like I'm a weird three-legged dog. And uh, what, what was it just? What was it about like your younger years that made them worried? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Okay. Uh, where to start? Um, <laughs> oh, I can't. My, <laughs> I can't. Uh, my, par- my parents are dope. They're yeah. super cool. But they're both from very small towns that never left. Well, my dad traveled a whole bunch, but my dad's a military and then a police officer. Right. Um, which is a weird time to be saying that in the world. Um, and then my mom is amazing. I love her to death, but she's just Did she work? sweet little French lady. Uh, sometimes. Um, my grandmother, I had both grandmothers living with me growing up, but never like both at the same time. It's just they both needed it at a different time. So I always had a grandmother around, which is kind of why I got fat because they were like, why are you sad all the time? And they would bake goods because French old ladies <gasps> love to fucking cook. The butter? So and much everything. butter. And everything. There's literally <sighs> butter in everything. I'm pretty sure I'm 20% butter. <laughs> As a French guy, that's why our hair's shiny. So yeah, yeah they, they got me super fucking fat. Um, but essentially, they were just like they're also very Catholic. Um, and I, growing up, I I had two older brothers who were cool and thin and into sports, and I mm-hmm. was fat and playing video games with right. long hair. Right. And though immediately, my parents were like. Are you worshiping Satan? Yeah, you're the black sheep. I was and black I'm sheep in like, my family too. Yeah, I, I bought Anthony Lavey's Satanic Bible just so I could leave it on my bed, just to freak them out, just to be, just for them to be like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Yeah, like I let my dad think that I was gay for like five years just because I was like, "I'm gonna let you believe it until you're not uncomfortable with it anymore." Oh my god! And then eventually, I was like, "Oh, I'm dating a lady." And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what? And I was like, turns out uh, they just didn't want to date me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gay. Yeah. And, but I let him believe it. I never corrected him. He'd tell his friends sometimes like it was a weird award. And I was oh like, sure. As long if this oh. is going to, what is going to take to not make you be weird about it? And now he's cool. Now he's okay. fine with that shit. So somehow it worked, uh, which is super, I guess, cha-ching. Yes. Um, so yeah, my entire childhood, they just thought I was super weird because I wasn't like anybody else. And I didn't want to go to, I got kicked out of. I had like exiled from a church as a kid and like stuff like that kept happening for some weird reason. Right, okay. Um, so my parents were like, oh my God, he's into bad things. And I like, I only started smoking weed and like drinking when I was an adult. Like I drank very young a couple of times, but I did a bunch of stupid stuff and I was like, I don't want to do that anymore because a lot of my friends have already ruined their lives forever. Yep. Um, fi- yep. <laughs> that's a weird realization to have at like 15, right? Um, that's so, crazy. That's yeah. so young. Yeah, uh, it's like super. My whole my small town, it has like a population of like thirteen hundred dollars, um, but like weird shit was happening to literally everyone. Like one kid in grade nine 
um, was selling weed to all of the students and some of the teachers because his mom was sick and had cancer. And that's how he was oh, funding like oh. the groceries and stuff while she was sick. Oh my and like everybody knew it and the teachers knew it and nobody did anything about it because they were like, he's trying to help his mom. So like everybody just turned a blind eye to it and like stuff like that was just happening to everybody. Wow. Um, so like every, that's why I don't realize sometimes that things are weird. Cause you grew, cause you grew up around such crazy. Everything is weird. Yes. Like growing up, everything was weird. And like sometimes, people are like no growing up i just read books played tennis and like hung out at home and i'm like what yeah you never hung out in the pit (laughs) what are you what are you you talking about (laughs) i kind of pity those people it sounds kind of boring i mean it's probably dope for them i don't know what not having trauma is but it it could be cool it could be cool i feel like i'd i don't know i'd be bored maybe probably what what do you think about i'd read a lot more books yeah, I mean, shit like that, like, early experiences like that really fucking stick with you throughout adult life. Yeah, I know people... And that's why he put life insurance on me. Ultimately, that's just why he did it, and I understand, but it still kind of sucks. But like, that's keep going. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think. Like, there, like I had a very traumatic experience in, like, my first year of college mm-hmm. when I was back home in Anaganesh where I had the cops called on me. Mm. Because I got over dramatic, I was fighting with my friends, and I said stupidly something about like I'm gonna hurt myself tonight. Or, like I said something that made them think I was gonna do something. Sure. In the heat of the moment. I'm sorry, you went through that. That sucks. And literally in this, and I think about it even now mm-hmm. because of all the cop stuff happening, of like how they treated me when how they showed up at that happened. apartment, and how I was like literally put in the back of a cop car mm-hmm. because I was. You, like I was going through some personal shit and I didn't know how to deal with it yeah, and I, I still like it's one of those it's things a- that like I still fucking think about like people say like high school and shit oh it's nothing your life doesn't start until after it's just like shit can still happen when you're young that yeah. impacts you in your adult life and you as an adult like have to make that choice do I get therapy to deal with this? Or like, what do I do with this? All yeah. this shit that I've been through. If you deal with bad shit as a teenager, it can stay with you. It's like, no, for sure. As a 20 year old, you shouldn't know what having your life threatened feels like. Yeah. But some people go through that and you to be like, oh, you are young. You're being an idiot. Yeah. Let that person have that thing and help them work through. If you're thing, I don't know. I just tell people these things and try to make it like, try to always put a spin on things of like, I don't care i realize that there's a lot of bad things that keep happening but there's so many more good things there's mm-hmm. so many more good things in the world and like i love mangoes like so one day you can just if, the, if, if, if if i'm feeling down i just eat a mango and i'm like things things are dope like things are super cool right and like yeah so if i don't allow myself to be upset with the things that happen to me why should other people feel mm-hmm. upset about mm-hmm. the things that i went through mm-hmm. kind of stuff and mm-hmm. All you can talk about is what you know, mm-hmm. and all I know is what I've gone through. That's right. So to be m- the most true to myself, I then have to tell my stories, be honest, but try to make people laugh with them. That's right. Make them realize, like, hey, it's not a bad thing. I, <gasps> yeah, this. if you were put in that situation, you probably didn't like it. I maybe didn't like it in the time either. But now, something I deal with, it's a funny story, and let's have fun with it. I'm clearly not that, that hurt because I can... I'm here. I'm you're, telling you the story so you know I'm cool. You're able to tell them. Because some people, when they're telling you something about something that happened, it's so clear that they don't have 
the intent that you have that they're yeah. like they're very angry and it's all very negative and it's very like me 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 because me it's easy to have like surface level anger yes right if you're angry it's because you don't give yourself time to think about things yeah because it's the first it's it's being angry it comes from being an animal when you think that you're in danger yeah so we we live in the future now we're hardly some people obviously are in danger i'm coming from a, a privileged position as a dude and being like people aren't in danger for sure some people are in danger Absolutely. sometimes there's there's danger there's crazy people doing awful things out there mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. but for the most part it's relatively safe that's right so to 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 let anger become your first your first feeling your first emotion at mm-hmm. things all the time and then dwelling on that anger seems yeah. very counterproductive Yes, and silly. Yes. You're using all of the energy that you could be using to try to fix your problems and to just be in heat. Mm-hmm. You're just losing that energy in heat because your face is red. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Fix it. Do something. Try to at least. Yeah. You're going to be more upset at not trying to fix it than f- trying to fix it and fucking it up. Sometimes you try to fix something and fuck it up and then the story's even better. Right? <laughs> Sometimes your intentions can be so good and yeah. it backfires on you. And that's... Ugh. That's fucking hard. And I've kind of like, weirdly enough, I've kind of always lived my life like this because everybody's favorite things about me was I always had fun stories. And from a super young age, it was when something was presented to me is, is this going to be a fun story? Right. Because that's how I was rewarded. I was the the short, fat, ugly kid who had funny stories. (sighs) He always got himself into shenanigans. And I was like, I was embracing the shenanigans. I was like, like, fuck yeah, we got to do this because... I'm going to have a cool story. Oh, my God. Um, and that's kind of how, like, I don't know, you, you have to do that. And if you choose to have that life, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that they choose to be in the situation. A lot of people aren't choosing the situations they're in a lot, for sure. But some people just like to be angry and sit there and not fix anything. And you just keep being angry. And you yeah. just keep, like, a cartoon yeah. smoke coming out of your eyes. Yeah. And I think that's super bad. I was doing that for the first 20 fucking 27, six years of my life right and i did a bunch of mushrooms one night and i realized that hey fucking spin that shit around <laughs> i gotta do mushrooms because i i have realized like that anger is so much more in me than i thought like this quarantine it's normal. yeah i'm not has, trying to shit on you has but it, but it, but you're 100 right about dealing with it where it's like right what am i gonna do dumb, dumb. <laughs> like like but like what am i gonna do yeah. Just be angry my whole life and then get angry about not living my life, not being happy. Mm-hmm. Well, what do I got to do to be like, it's just like you just got to do things to try to make yourself exactly be and better. You know, what, what, what's like one of the things you want to do? What's what? the things that you really want to do? And it's making you angry that you're not doing it. But there's something inside of you telling you not to do it. Stand up comedy is coming soon. And that's fucking amazing. And think about like the little goals. Once you yeah. achieve doing stand up comedy and going up there and facing your fear and realizing, holy shit, I'm funny. People like me. This is awesome. And then after that, what's your next thing on the list? What's the next thing you're going to Honestly, have to figure out what I'm doing for a career and work. Like it's mm-hmm. because this quarantine, I think I was hit with so much at the start of it that I think I went into like some sort of weird shock where I was like, where I was just like, okay, well, I there's no work and I'm going to be able to work for a while. So I'm just going to Regress sit in myself. myself. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And and I kind of just didn't even think about the real world. The real world, like the, yeah, I have on? to find a job eventually. Mm-hmm. EI is going to run out. Like, I can't just, like, You don't know what's going here. on. It's uncertainty because you, the whole world is on pause. The whole world. Well, not on pause, but, like, 
You're not allowed to be who you were. Exactly. Every single routine that I had beforehand was out the window. Everything was weird. I wasn't seeing friends. Like, like a person who thrives on not having a routine. That's the only good thing about quarantine right now. I'm watching people being like, ah, I can't do any of my things. (laughs) And they're freaking out. And I'm like, you could just literally do any of those things. Just not in the order that you normally do them. (laughs) And that's sorry for the inconvenience. Right. But you're right. (laughs) <laughs> and like why why didn't I just like make it a routine to get up at the same time that I used to get up and job hunt? I don't know. Um I think Well you like I think, any day you could start. Yes. Any day. I think a lot of it was this weird like I was so depleted of like dopamine and serotonin that mm-hmm. that I would throw myself into things that just gave me that instant hit, like podcast stuff. Oh, it makes me so happy! It's so much fun! I get to see friends. Oh, dopamine! Oh, sir! Like, but job hunting doesn't do that to me, so I avoid it. What so you, I'm okay. in this weird survival mode of like, I just want to have happy feelings. What do you I'm like so doing? Your, what do you like doing on your computer? What's your favorite thing? Do like editing and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. What about this? Give yourself. I'm not telling you how to live your life. This is just I love this. To have no, fun right no, now. I love this. Life and coach me. What about what if a few were to be like, hey, I have you wake up in the morning. and You're like, I have like three videos that I could do today. Like, that's something that I want to do. I want to accomplish that. What if between each video you have to apply for one job? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good idea. That's the only or, way you're allowed to get to start the next thing that you like to do. You just got to do this little thing. Just, or I. It's literally copy and paste. Use it as an incentive to like take a break. Like, like I should job hunt. For two hours, and then I can have a break and work on... Two hours is a long time. One hour. <laughs> yeah. Two hours. <laughs> I just... What I'm saying, Brian, is like, I get my shit together, because... Uh, no, I'm, I'm, rea- I, like, I, sh- I shouldn't be the person to tell you to get yeah. your shit together. My shit is not together <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just been rough, and now that things are, like, reopening again, it's like reality's coming back, where mm-hmm. it's like, I really got to figure shit out, but I Good. think one thing a lot of people... Do and I talked about it in my two episodes ago with my friend Finley, which is like w- when you have a lot of issues, a lot of times people try to solve everything where you just got to focus on like one, one thing, thing at, at a time. time. Yeah, which you is can't like build a phone without understanding each part of it. So right now it's get through this first set and find a fucking job. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking thing. Okay, now that you have that planted in your head, because that's been there for, you've had your first set on the line for like a week now, and you realize already that you need a new job. How long have you known this? A week, maybe? Have you felt marginally happier during the last week than you did for like, the last four months? Yeah. Knowing, oh, knowing. Success. Yeah. Cha-ching. Yeah, things, no, things are definitely getting better. That's things good. are definitely getting better. And, I'm super happy for you. But it is still, it's just, it's the motivation thing. I'm just not good with, I actually like, I'm not so much like you, like I like having a little bit of structure and routine because it, it forces me, it gives me, it gives me a sense of purpose when I wake up. Whereas if I wake up to a blank day where like I just have the whole day, I'll be like, okay, well I know how to do these things, but I also have to clean. I like, like, I'll just look around my apartment and find other things to do. And then I get sidetracked. I have insane ADD. Oh, that's. So this is how all of that works for me. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, hmm, this this Pop Smoke album just came out. I'm gonna listen to this, and I'm on track three, and I'm cleaning somehow, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm mopping, and then I get to track seven, and now I'm just dancing. And now I'm just fucking dancing. But then breakfast is being made, and I'm like, fucking sick. And then that finishes, and I'm like, oh, there's a new podcast that I like. There's a new fuck yeah, put that on play. Carrying an iPad like I'm a weird tourist, oh. and then just like walking around my house, and then shit. 
that's kind of how you get things done. As long as you keep rewarding yourself with things that you like, you can tolerate doing the things that you don't. That's right. And with ADD, I've been learning a lot about ADD recently, actually. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm truly convinced that I have it, too, because they talk about hyper-focus, which is like... You can just go see a doctor like, and he can tell you, you. You don't... You can't focus on one thing for a long time, mm-hmm. but when you find something that gives you that serotonin, like, say, a video game where you're, like, getting, like, ding, ding, points, ding, ding, Yeah, ding. Animal Crossing, you just get a bunch of turnips. <laughs> That's right. You can focus on that. I haven't played the game, just nailing references. That's right. <laughs> but, like, people who play video games can play them for hours on end because games. they get those instant little hits, whereas, like, if you're ADD, sometimes you just can't focus because those things oh, aren't giving you those, the hits. they make those games for the people with ADD. They really I promise. Do. I promise you. There's, it's so fucking satisfying sometimes when a game is just, like, crazy sporadic and you don't know what's going on and you're just like, this is a puzzle. Right. <laughs> do you like puzzles? <laughs> maybe. I also get yeah. excited when things break. I'm like, ooh, I get to fix this now. So, like, I don't know. Maybe don't live as I live. Oh, <laughs> it's man. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I got one time I did... One time. Here we go. I, I, I don't even have to fucking explain ah. that. Um, one time I just like sat there and like in the dark okay. uh, dwelling on myself, just like trying to be like, hmm, what's going on? Right. Not in like a sad, like fetal position, but just like, what the fuck's going on? And because I wasn't getting anything done and my house was cluttered and my room was cluttered and like I was in school, but there was also like a bunch of other things going on and I kept getting myself into trouble and like not trouble, trouble. Like I've been fortunate to like avoid the law constantly, um, like nothing like that. Right. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, situations that are um, unpleasant. Yes. For me. Yes. As a people pleaser, because people are like, do this thing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I have to do them. So that's just kind of like a series of. Have you ever looked into codependency? Like being a codependent? Because that sounds like what you are. It's maybe, a lot of it is people maybe, pleasing. Maybe. Probably. A lot of it is people pleasing and, and finding you find your validation and making other people happy. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Cool. Well, check I, out Codependent No More. It's a book that I I'm reading right now. Codependency was just like one on one, just like no. I can't live without this person, which is my cat. It could be like it, it ties into that. Like codependency mm. ties into love addiction, which I have, which is what like that you're in. Uh, you're addicted to the constant pursuit of romantic love. Saddest thing ever. Saddest so then, thing ever. You're addicted so to the constant pursuit of romantic love. So do you lose interest in people? Is that what happens? Like, the pursuit is no longer there. If they stick around for too long, you're like, meh, and then you uh, become disinterested? I, I don't find that to be the case with me. For me, it's, I usually always have to like somebody. And if I don't like somebody, I'm like... Who's my next person to like? Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucked. Don't you have a cat? <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, there's a lot of I'm things kidding, to cat here, too, for me. <laughs> That's fair. That's why we have the internet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a lot of weird things. But, yeah, no, like, yeah. being a people pleaser, like, we share that, for sure, because mm-hmm. I'm the same. It's important. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but it's kind of also a skill. We can apply it's, it to a lot of jobs. Customer service. Like that. Exactly, right? We can, we can mm-hmm. get shit on a lot and just be like, oh, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> like trauma. Um, and then you kind of just kind of like take it to the face and then you go home and you dwell on it later. But I don't know. It's kind of a suit. I don't think it has to be a bad thing. I, I would agree. I think it's just about learning how to manage it. Yeah, you, you just have to learn how to manage it to make it work for you. Oh, that's dope. I think, yeah, I guess. <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to look into this thing now. That's I'm dope. sitting here still. I'm just like, oh no. Well, just Google like code. Like, what is it to be a codependent? Because it's, it's. Can you edit uh, like math equations on the yes. screen as I'm having that? Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the you're the Brilliant. the woman that math woman and the math woman meme. Oh, where it's yeah. like she's like thinking that's or the movie <laughs> a beautiful mind she's yes. like going in front of him on glass and it's like oh, okay this guy's scary that's right oh, what's it like to like meet someone that you're dating and to kind of because a lot of people say things like you don't unload all your crazy right away i do it's that's that's the thing <laughs> like going back to that from earlier everything seems to be weird and I'm scared that it becomes a surprise because it, it sometimes has happened where like if I meet someone, this is where it's a problem. If I meet somebody and we share like a bunch of the same interests, so we don't actually talk about ourselves, but we talk about the interests instead is a very detrimental thing because Ooh. once we once we already like each other because, oh, my God, we like all the same things. This is so interesting. And like we get to cuddle and like r- listen to this fucking audio book together because we both really like superheroes or whatever the fuck it is. Like all those things become super interesting. And then you start learning about each other and you're like oh no learning you, about like personality th- stuff right yeah and then I'm, you're, I'm just sitting there like you don't like these kinds of people what are you saying right. and then she's like oh my god you've gone through that and then uh. if you have to deal with that kind of like you've gone like whenever I tell somebody a story and they go I can't believe you've lived through that I go oh there's a dozen worse what the fuck are you talking yeah. about <laughs> or, you can't believe that have you have you never read a book have you uh. never read an article like Weird ah, things ah. happen, dude. If you if you if you just get to live in that little happy bubble, good for you, I guess. Right. Um, but like, if somebody's like blown away, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. I'm like, can't share any more stories with you. Yeah, you, like attracts like. Like, do you find yeah. that? Do you find that you're drawn to people that also have gone through crazy shit? For the most part, yeah. Uh, it's varied. It's very varied, I guess. I. For me, I'm like. I like learning things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this. I don't. I now that you're making me reflect on this, I'm seeing a pattern, which is scary. <laughs> did I? Did I therapy oh my for an honor? I therapied you. Um, That'll it, be one hundred and fifty dollars. I'll charge you at the end of the night. Actually, this should be sponsored by Ingblot.com. It really, really should. <laughs> I'm going to look into that. Honestly, if, if the it, things are thirty to, to forty, like I that's suggest it very for It's very helpful. It's very good. I think everybody could benefit from going to therapy, even if you don't think that you have things going on. You might. Yeah. Because I thought it was normal for a really, really long time. <laughs> and but I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody could benefit from it. I guess. Um, but I, I've always, I've always liked learning about a lot of things and I like to know how a lot of different things work. Yeah. One, because I like knowing how a lot of things work. Mm-hmm. But two, I like being able to talk about people who like those things. Yes. So if somebody comes up to me and is super excited about a topic that I know a lot about, I immediately get passionate because I'm like, we get to talk about this nerdy shit. We get to nerd out for a sec. And this is like a weird dopamine thing yes. that we have. So kind of all of the people, all of my partners throughout my life has always been very different from the last person because they're always people that kind of draw me in by going like, I do this really cool thing. You want to learn about this really cool thing? Interesting. And I'm like, oh, and that's how I got into, yeah, that's how I get into like all of my weird 
situations because I kind of dive into situations feet first. So I, I meet these people. These people go, I do this. And I go, that's amazing. And they go, here's a crash course. And I go, that's amazing. And they go, okay, do this thing. And I go, this sucks. <laughs> like, I can not deliver. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to do it. And sometimes you fail, and that sucks. Um, but even if you fail, you tried it at least, and that's super fucking cool. So uh-huh. kind of everyone, I've dated all sorts of people like me, but I've also dated a bunch of people who are like the complete opposite of me because those are the people who can teach me the most. Right. And I know that I'm exhausting, so I need somebody uh, who's cool to accept that. I don't like, I don't, that makes my heart hurt that you think you're exhausting. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I get it. If for anyone who's ever been too. with me before, if any of them happen to see this, which I doubt because they don't give a fuck about me, um, but if they ever see them, mm. they'll be like, he's "I've a lot. He's a lot. felt the same way too." But I've also just felt like misunderstood with everybody. That's one hundred percent what it is. Well, that's we're we're fucking complex creatures. Going back to the, we're not Komodo dragons. We have a lot of shit going on. We're Komodo dragons with phones and cars and weird complex social interactions because we're smart enough to be able to yeah. fa- to make this thing. You have to be able to outwit me or else you're not good anymore because we don't because people don't punch each other in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. when we were cavemen, you would just beat each other with clubs. <laughs> and whoever could walk away wins that conversation. Can you imagine if and, life was still like that. I would hate it. I would lose daily. I'd be like, "There's no, there's no cream in my latte," and she would beat me over the head, and I'd be like, "I get it." <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> I would like to live. I just, I don't know. I see some people that have just had such simple lives, and they find someone with a simple life, and it's easy, and they meet, and they get, and they stay together, and it's. And then I'm just like, why? Like, this is my thing. And I know I'm a fucking broken record, but I'm always just like, why is it so hard for some people to find connection versus others? Because that is the main pain point in my life, which is like, I just truly feel like I don't have that connection with anybody. I feel like I can. Like a romantic connection? Yeah, like I can connect with people because I do feel like I am a connector. Um, But in terms of people connecting to me, like having that day-to-day, everyday connection, like, intimate connection, I don't have that. Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So, to be able to to be connected to someone, you feel like you have to be in constant contact and constantly feel like sparkles? Not constant contact. butterflies? But, like, but regular contact, regular closeness, like, and also just, like, me being able to explain a situation Mm -hmm. and for them to just go... Oh yeah, like and, and get why I did the thing I did. Okay, cool. Which is a lot of people I feel question why. But I do, do you the feel like I you do. do weird things? Yeah. So why I do feel, you expect people I feel to? Like, why do you expect people to be like, oh yeah? If you recognize that you do weird things, you should thrive when somebody's like, what? And then understanding you from there, you're showing mm-hmm. them a quirk, and then from that moment, they now know that about you. It's now yeah, a new. True. It's now a new thing that they know. But have you ever just like not wanted to explain yourself? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm getting at. The I think I. You want to be able to talk to somebody but not have to explain yourself. Maybe now I'm starting to have realizations. <laughs> this is what podcasts are for. <laughs> Therapy podcast. I guess there, there will always be some. Is this element. what is supposed to be? I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> no, this 100 percent is what it's supposed oh to be. God. Okay, cool. Um. I think yeah no that's interesting I don't I don't know what it is yeah it's I think it's 
maybe I take when people question me, maybe I take that as like an offense or like I don't know. Don't but maybe I should start thinking of it a different way. What do you okay? Can you elaborate on that a little further I'm for me, please? To, I'm trying to think of an so, example. If somebody doesn't understand, you think of that as an attack? No. It's so hard to like explain how I feel about this. So it's I'm, I'm it's kind of like I'm trying to think of a situation. I'm trying to think of a situation I can use as an example. So is it like situation happens? You express yourself. Mm-hmm. The person then goes, "Hmm, I wonder why that's how she took that." Mm-hmm. And then you go, "Why didn't you understand how I took that?" Yes. I okay. think I think not. I think it's just like I've always felt misunderstood. And so at the slightest hint of feeling misunderstood, I go into defense mode. But why? We're all we're all misunderstanding each other constantly, all day, every day, for the dawn of time. That's what people do. I know. We're complex fucking creatures. We're not like we're not giraffes. We can't just pop out of our mom's <laughs> lens, crawl up, and then run away and then know how to behave with exactly. each other. We're not yeah, allowed yeah. to do that. That's not a thing that we as people can do. We got big heads. We come out with super, like our brains are like 30% of the size they're going to be when we're born and they keep getting bigger. So that's why we have to be like carried and breastfed till we're 18. My mom does not breastfeed me till 18. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? But, no, 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 no. Right. Uh, but like figuratively, I mean, like people, yeah. not, people now stay at home with their parents till they like 30. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, if you're doing it for your parents, that's super cool. But if you're doing it for yourself, that's strange uh, for me, I think. Yeah, I would um, agree. And kind of thing because like, if if you're in a situation where that's all you can do in that moment, I completely get that. I'm not shitting on you, but yeah, yeah. I try to try to help yourself. I think the I've root lived in my car three times instead of living with my parents. <laughs> oh, I would hate that. I would I would not be living able to. In the car or your parents? Uh, either one. Oh, fair. Yeah, the car's not luxurious, <laughs> but it doesn't talk back. That's right. <laughs> There's no one. <laughs> that's a terrifying thought your it's car so talking back to you right night rider style on <laughs> her wake up <laughs> it's time to go to work <laughs> and i'm like ah shut up mazda three <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about that's really scary mm-hmm. um starts playing country music when like groups of young cool kids walk by just so they think i'm a loser and i'm like car why now <laughs> how dare you you piece of shit <laughs> got you <laughs> When did you start having, um, like, the body image? Like, when, what was the root? When of- I grew my first tit. <laughs> <laughs> One grew before the other? Oh, for sure. Isn't that how it works for everybody? Oh, no. my God. I don't even remember. Like, I just remember, like, woke up one day and had boobs. Like, I feel like they just happened. Actually, kind of same. But for me, yeah. I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma... Uh, my grandma was always like, yo, uh, sorry that your dad doesn't talk to you. Here's a fucking apple pie. Food. And I'm yeah. like, nah. So then I, like, I was a super small kid kid. Like, I remember mm. being, like, five and six and being able to, like, sneak into crevices and stuff. And, like, behind the fridge, not behind the fridge, the washing machine and stuff. Which I don't know what I was doing hanging out there. And But I remember that. And then yeah. I got really fat out of nowhere. It's like... Summer showed up, which I should have been out running, and I wasn't doing somehow, I guess. And then I got back to school, and now I couldn't fit in lockers anymore, which was kind of beneficial. <laughs> so that was a new tool that I had in my toolbox. Uh, so nobody put me in lockers anymore, which that was cool. But then I was the fattest kid in my high school. Oh, my gosh. I was the fattest kid in my high school, like, officially in grade nine. Okay. there was another fat Worst kid, but he graduated. Yeah, he graduated. Like, there was a really, really, really... So I wasn't, like, even that fat. But I was pretty round. Like, if you pushed me down a hill, I wouldn't have been able to stop myself. Um, but not like I wasn't in danger. Right. Um, right, right, right. 
other than there was a guy who was in my high school and it's a small high school there was like 112 people who graduated in my graduating year right it's like super small high school very intimate everybody knows each other everybody knows each other's shit and everybody's going through weird shit so this guy was comically large for a 17 year old like mm-hmm. he was on a dirt bike and he looked like a grizzly bear oh gosh <laughs> like, it was but because of that everybody knew him as the big guy right and he took off and right. I showed up and I'm now the biggest guy and I'm nowhere near where he was. But just by because of but comparison. Big, but because yeah. I'm bigger than all of the other kids, I'm the new fattest kid. Aww. Yeah, so everybody was like, ah, here we go. Like, what the fuck's going on? I was t- Actually, I was swimming today with uh, a buddy of mine uh, and my cousin, uh, or a couple buddies of mine. And uh, we were actually talking about this, about like fun experiences in the pool uh, ah. growing up and stuff like that. Because I was like, whenever I see a kid swim with a shirt on. I know exactly what he's going through. Yeah. And I feel bad for that little dude or that little chick. And I hope life becomes awesome for them mm. because I know how shitty that feels. Yeah. So everybody was sharing these stories. And um, my buddy who was there shared that exact sentiment uh, of like, whenever I see somebody wearing a shirt going swimming, like that sucks. And I was like, yeah, like we get like people, kids, I don't know how kids are today. I hope they're better. They're probably not. But when I was a kid, I remember kids being super fucking shitty. Like um, we all had to go swim behind this, like this girl was like a rich girl and she had a, a pool and she just brought all the kids over to swim in her pool. And that's how she was cool. She would hang out inside in her room and like look at everybody through the screen as everybody was swimming in her pool. That it was like very, so weird. It's very French bourgeoisie kind of weird Jesus shit, right? Christ. And it was super strange and so we were all in grade eight going into grade nine it was the summer going into grade nine before i showed up to learn that i was going to be the fattest kid in school a bunch of us are there we're all swimming it's all guys all the girls are inside all the girls are inside of her room just staring at all the boys and like we had hanging some handsome dudes from where i am right because it's like farm country these kids were lifting hay bales at 10 right so we had 14 year olds with abs and shit like right i was not one of them but we had them right um and then so my buddy pat runs over to the window they're like pat come over here and he runs over to the window and he's looking up in the window and three girls flash him their boobs Grade nine. He, he's he's wow. going into grade nine. He gets all excited. He's like glowing now. He runs, jumps in the pool, does like a move. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then they're like, Nick, come over here. And Nick runs over to the window and he's looking up. They show him his tits and he runs and he jumps in the pool and he's super excited. And then Evan and Evan runs over and he gets it. And I'm sitting there like, does everybody get a turn? Is this, is this what's going on? This is... This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting, and then so they invite another guy who was over, and he's like, like he was my like one of my best friends growing up. There was like a group of us, there were seven of us, and we were all together all the time, constantly because that's the way that we were gonna get through this together. Yes, um, and like I would die for all of them still to this day. Um, but he was like the we supposed to be the wiener of the group, right? 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 And right? He goes up, and I'm like, if he went up. Yeah, like, my, my, I'm a shoo-in. I'm next. I'm next. This today's fucking sick. This reminds me of like when you're picking teams in gym class, mm-hmm. and like your friends are all getting picked, and you're just like, okay, I guess I suck at volleyball. Right. <laughs> that's that's for sure why I'm not experienced. Except instead of volleyball, it's tits. Yeah, it's everything. So they go, Ryan. Oh. Why do I? And I'm like, oh my god, sick! And I run up to the window, and I'm like, yes, hi. What do they? Mean? And uh, they go, we we'd show you our tits, but but we feel like we don't need you because yours are bigger than ours. <gasps> Shut up! 
and what they drop the blinds. <laughs> Shut the fuck just up. Like, just like, and it closed. And I was just standing there. And all my dude friends are in the pool just floating, trying to see like residual side boob from an angle. And they just see it happen. And then one of them just starts laughing. And then my other buddy grabs him and pushes him underwater. And they're just staring at me. And I turn around and just go, what the fuck? And then all four of them burst out oh laughing. my Just gosh. lose their mind. And I was like, okay, this is funny. Right. All right, this is, okay, fuck me. I got big tits. I got to do something about it. Never, ne- eating disorder came much later. And, right, but, oh, But wow. I was like, I need to fix this because my dad was like, hey, your brother's captain of Team New Brunswick soccer team. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, fatty? It's like, oh. <laughs> Stop eating your grandma's pies. Like, get her to stop making them. <laughs> yeah, stop they're, they're delicious. Have you ever had in Putin Aturu? That shit kicks ass. That shit kicks ass. Because you're also a people pleaser, so you also don't want to avoid the food. I can't you don't say, say no. If you say no to an old French lady to her food, she will beat the fuck out of you. Also, I do you think it's a very much so a you. maritime thing to, beat your kids? to be hospital, like hosp- hospital, um, hospitable. In terms of food, like we grow up with, like, like come in for dinner and have more, have seconds, have thirds, have 100%. three desserts. You know what I mean? Like it's very much so like a maritime Atlantic Canada thing. From my experience, I was like super, super lucky that when I went to university, um, there was a bunch of people from all over that were in the university course with me. Right, so we had fourteen white kids. And then everybody else of 144 was from all over the rest wow. of the world. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's... In electrical engineering, everybody was from all over. So it was like super cool. And from that, like everybody got along. We all played like, you all play Star, you play Starcraft against the Korean kids and you play Team Fortress against the, the um, like Lebanese kids. And like everybody has their game. And as long that's as right. you keep playing their games and like doing like, they're going to want you around. Right. And once you like it's so fucking fun to learn from other cultures because they're like hey come on hang out and then you get to learn everything about them but then you get to learn that everybody's the fucking same everybody just wants to laugh have fun and be and have a good time Yes. everybody's just trying to gather stories Hmm. so like it was super fucking fun and the the giving food like i used to hang around with a bunch of guys that were from la tunisia um tunisia and they would invite me over for food all the time and they didn't drink because they were muslim but we drank so they would buy cases of beer for us. And right. like we'd show up and they'd be like, come on, come on, hang out. We're watching soccer. And I'm like, I hate soccer. But I wanted to hang out with people and like get to know them and stuff. It was going to be super cool. We have tests together. We can share fucking resources. It's going to be awesome. Right. Um, so I'd go over and they'd be like, I bought you a case of beer. And I'm like, I'm not going to drink beer if you guys don't drink. And he's like, we got these fucking beer for you. Right. Drink and enjoy uh, the game. You guys drink beer, drink your fucking beer. And I'd be like, this is fucking sick. And then you get to hang like I still love so many I'm, I'm in contact with so many people that's, from my school that's still unreal. I hate that I went to school but I love the people that I met like I have people all over the world right now that I could message and just be like hey what's going on wow and like, are you in my country and I'd be like yeah and they'd be like this is where you should go and this is where you should stay holy and if I'm shit ar- and if I'm around they'll let me stay there and that's same crazy. thing if anybody from my university days hears this and is in New Brunswick and needs a place to stay I will 100% give them a place to stay that they've is all so been like cool. there's all the super like they're all so sweet and they were like monsters for sure but even those monsters had like quirks I guess yeah uh, and like had things that made them lovable that's right because everybody has positive Everybody has a little bit of positive in them. So you and have and to, some negative. Yeah, everybody everybody has some negative in them. So you kind of have to like go about it by that like time by time. And from my experience, everybody who comes from not cities 
Mm-hmm. So like rural communities, small communities that everybody kind of like knew everything about each other. Those people I want to feed you. Because I, I think know. I think it comes so yes, it's a maritime thing for sure. But I'm sure if you were to go to like the northern part of BC where like it's just towns, they'll fucking do the same thing. You go to Italy, they'll do the fucking same thing. You go in Cote d'Ivoire mm. in Africa, they'll do the fucking same thing. If you're like in a small enough space, um, they'll want to fucking feed you because they want to get to know you because there's nothing going on in their city. Like there, right. it's not a city. Yeah. So you have to entertain yourself. What's going on? What are you about? Yeah. Because if I know about you, I now know about something that I didn't know about before. That's right. And everybody likes learning shit. Um, like some people like to fill their brains with like reality TV and stuff like that. But that's still just learning somebody else's story. That's, that's ex- literally all we're doing. That is constantly. a form of learning. Yeah. That's yep. all we're kind of doing. And like, do you remember when Jersey Sore was super big? Uh, everybody yeah, oh, yeah. knew everything about Guidos. Nothing yeah. about Italy. Everything about Guidos. So wild. <laughs> Oh it, my god! Like learning about other people and like I don't know. I think yeah, I love learning. For people who need to to fucking hear this, just learn about somebody else. That's right. Stop, just stop thinking about get your know, story. Get to Listen know to somebody else's. People I'm who, just looking for the dude who has a weirder story than me. Keep oh on. yeah, I'll accept applications for that. If you're listening, if you think you have weirder stories than Brian, let me know. Can I co-host that episode? And then you can come back and you guys can have a weird off. <laughs> Does that mean I have to check him off? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, wait. Shut up. I'm not no, doing that like, on camera again. Weird, like, who's weirder contest? Oh, okay. Yeah, no jacking off. Fair. Thank you. <laughs> not on this website. <laughs> Follow my OnlyFans. Oh, my gosh. I just put in my picture for approval with OnlyFans, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, good for you. I'm That's waiting. super sweet. I'm, I don't have a subscription to OnlyFans. Um, if you're a friend of mine and you have an OnlyFan and you feel like I should subscribe to you, tell me and I'll e-transfer you the money. That's cool. I just don't want to be on there. I already spend too much time on my phone and being on OnlyFans is not another social platform that I want to be. But if you're doing it, I think that's fucking super sick. I can't believe you Good just said that you, you would still send money and not see the nudies. Yeah, they're my friends. I love them. If they're doing that and that's their passion, they're trying Aww. to do it for $22 a month, I can give them $22. I smoke cigarettes. That's two less packs. That's so sweet. Well, fuck yeah. If you're trying to do something that you love, I'll do literally anything in my power to try to help you get to that. I want people to be happy, ultimately. I'm a people pleaser. Mm. If you're being happy and I get to sit, if I get to sit there beside you and you're happy and you're glowing, uh, uh. I feel your happiness and I go, mm, that's nice. <laughs> and then mm. that makes you happy. And then well, I don't that- have to think about my shit because I yeah. know you're happy. You being, in my, you being in my presence is making you happy. I can be happy with myself. Mm. Fuck everything else that happened. The moment is important and you're happy. I'm good. And then, and then it's just happiness all around. Yeah, you always try to have happiness all around. I hate being around people that are angry or miserable or stuff all the time. It's it's sad. Oh, it's the and worst. It, it's not because, oh, God, it's annoying or anything. It's just sad. I don't like seeing people like that. Right. I don't like, and if, I'll do literally any, like, I don't, if I don't know you and you're going through a hard time and you want to send me a message, do that. I'll yeah. spend the time to talk oh, to you. I don't give a shit. And I do think that there's a well, difference between. A I, yeah, exactly. I give it, that's why, like, for fucking, for fucking sure. We all go through crazy shit and some people don't have people to talk to. Yes. And you everyone, my story, I want to learn everyone yours. deserves to rant and everyone is allowed to complain about things, but you need to be making an effort to get out of that situation. Yeah. And sometimes you, know? you can't, sometimes you can't and you have to, you have to sit it out for a little tiny bit. And that's normal. Sometimes yeah. sometimes you just, there's, you know there's going to be clearing later on. You're like, I know how I do this, but I have to wait a little bit of time. That's right. Fucking talk to someone through that. Mm. You're like, this is going to take four days every day. Pick a different friend. Should be like, hey man, how are you today? How yeah, are you doing? You have to hear that other people, like, because when you're freaking out for myself, when I'm freaking out and I go, everything is awful mm-hmm. by talking to other people who are going through cool shit. 
it gets me to go, it isn't hopeless. Right. That's a cool thing you're doing. I'm so fucking happy to hear you that you're doing this awesome thing. Good for you. That's fucking sick. Rather than getting jealous or angry about it, like you're choosing to to be stoked. Like you're you're going the other way. Like some people, some people. Do you get angry when somebody's doing something good? No, I don't get angry, but I have gotten I have gotten jealous. I feel like jealousy is normal because we all want to be better. So I don't think jealousy is a bad thing as Mm. long as the jealousy is not paired with anger. Uh, or resentment mm-hmm. if it's if it's pleasant jealousy like oh you're doing that i'm gonna do it better so that you have to do it better next time that's fucking that's right dope. and i've started if, if i see someone who like is kind of where i want to be and i start to feel jealous what i do is i just ask them to go to go for coffee so i can pick their brain about it because cool. because it's like if they're if they're where you where you want to be rather than being jealous and like angry about it why not learn how they how they did it yeah what you know say? You know, and hopefully if they're a good person, they'll want to share how they did it. Not all, if, not if everyone they, does. Not everyone does. But yo, like, you, got, you got introverts out there who don't like talking to people. That's just the reality in the world. And for sure, those people exist. So if somebody doesn't want to tell you, maybe it's not because they don't want to tell you because they don't want you to succeed. Maybe they just don't want to tell you because they don't like talking to people. That's so right, too. There's a lot of people out there who really don't like talking to people. <clears> and I'm the opposite. And when I'm not talking to anybody, I freak out. So sometimes I like to go, if I was the opposite of this, the people who, when people talk to them, they feel the way that I feel when no one's talking to me, that must be scary. So when you talk to a stranger and you're like, hey, and they're like, and you're like, oh, I get what's going on because I have that feeling when I'm alone. I'm going to back up. I'm going to take a step back. If you want to talk to me, you ah, approach me. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Everybody's going through other shit. You it's important to not it's important to not go only my shit matters. That's right. You have to realize that other everyone's going through some shit. And it's not the same people, as some yours. People, some people's shit's good. Some yeah. people have good shit. <laughs> and other people's shit's not. Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally people are eating vegetables and, exactly. and their shit sucks. Um but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of everybody's going through that. So as long as you try, the world would be better if everybody were to just be like, instead of getting angry at other people, because I don't understand how you did that or why you did right. that. That's not how I would have did that because they're not fucking you, asshole. That, <laughs> yes. there's And there's and the other thing, too, is, is that like. That person probably doesn't like pudding, maybe. Yeah. You love pudding. It's about recognizing that people do things for a reason. Like people make. The decisions they make for a reason, like yeah. it's part of why sometimes I've, by accident, <laughs> sometimes by accident. But like, like using just like basic psychology one hundred and one. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, like people like to make other people feel small because they feel small. That is like a basic principle. Yeah. That like when I see someone being shitty, it's I instantly go to like they they hurt. Like mm-hmm. they're they're hurting deep down. Hundred yeah, percent. That's like the whole fucking bully syndrome, right? People right. only hurt people because they're hurt themselves. Yeah, kind of stuff. Which, yes and no. I think some people are just dog shit as well. You ha- you have really people who've lived a pretty chill lives doing weird shit. Yeah, that's true too. And, and then that's really fucked up. That's just scary to me. Oh man. So the pool thing happened. Oh yeah. And then when did? Today or in high school? You know? <laughs> in high school, yeah. Okay. The tits. Um, when did you re- When tits. did you realize that like the eating the eating disorder stuff was like a legit eating disorder and not just 
Like, when did it get serious? Uh, I woke up in the hospital one time. Oh, <laughs> the doctor was like, yo, you can't do this. Oh, God. And I was passing out all the time. I was fainting because I would go, like, I'd eat for a couple days. And then, so I went from, like, super fat. And then I lost, I caught something. I caught, like, mono. No, no, it wasn't mono. I caught some sickness. And I was sick for, like, four weeks. And I never get sick, so it was, like, super weird for me. But I wasn't eating. And, like, I did eat a lot of sweets and treats and shit like that. And I essentially did it to myself. So by getting sick and only drinking soups and water, I essentially cleansed my body of, like, 30 pounds in a month. Right. And because I used to, like... My heaviest was 346 pounds. So I was a large young man. Yes. Um, And then I lost 30 pounds and then I kind of came back and everybody was just like, hey, you look amazing. And I'm like, I almost just died. What are you guys talking about right now? Um, Oh, it was a it was a fucking I I don't know how I forgot this. Um, I had an intestinal parasite. Oh, shit. Um, So I was like, I was violently sick. And like for three weeks I could only like for the first week I couldn't eat anything I was just drinking water and taking a bunch of medication and then second week I was just eating white rice right and and, like other stuff like that trying to like purge my system yeah trying to purge my system and so then I came back and essentially my body developed an eating disorder for by itself it was just like you can't eat for a month and then so it was like by crazy habit sense that I discovered I can lose weight super easy by just not eating shit and then That's you start, a thing that I can and do. not not only that, but you were seeing people positively react to like the results yeah. of that. I was coming back, my eyes were sunken because I couldn't sleep for the last month, and they were like, "You look amazing," and I'm like, <gasps> and I don't I don't have pimples anymore because I don't drink soda, and I lost thirty pounds, so I'm not like my extra extra large shirts are now fitting better. Right? So they're like, "You look amazing," and I'm like, "I, I what?" And then people um. started being nicer to me. People started mm. say, people stopped saying mean things, and I was like, "Why are they not saying these?" And I'd say something and where no, somebody would normally say something back and I was expecting it because I was like, I got something ready. And they wouldn't say it anymore. And I was like, what's going on? Right. Yeah. What what's, the fuck what's, is happening people, here? Why are people being different? And. It's crazy. I realized through the compliments that is it easier because they think I'm doing better because I'm losing weight. And then it became, I've always been like a, a dude of science. I like experiments. When I don't know how something works, which is super fucked up, um, I feel like I've, a, a thing that I try to not do anymore, which I was something that I was doing a lot as a kid, was if I didn't know how a situation would happen, I would like talk somebody into doing that thing to see how it would happen. Like as a test run. To see, yeah, exactly. To be like, I wonder what this would be like. I wonder, can we tie, can we tie two liter bottles to a BMX and get somebody to, a kid to rump, jump off the wharf? I can't wow. swim, so how would that work? Whoa. And then you convince a kid who knows how to swim to do it. Right. Sometimes they don't know how to swim. <laughs> that was a fucking weird experience. A guy jumped, biked off the wharf growing up, and he hit the water, and then realized when he hit the water, I can't swim, fuck, so he started oh. screaming, and his dad saw him and went, shit, my son's drowning, and jumped in, and then realized he couldn't swim either, Shut so there the was a... 14 year old and a 40 year old man drowning oh my god and um some third guy jumped in and like carried both of them out of the water uh and stuff and i was like yo how did you not know you didn't know how to swim that's madness so well that's how we found out that he couldn't (laughs) but like yeah so in like i realized um super young that that's not a cool thing to do that's not a nice thing to do at all um to be like hey you could probably get hurt but 
think about how cool it would look if you did it. Right. And like, because that's kind of how everybody kind of did things back home. Like I was, I was not a biker at all. And they were like, hey, you're going to, what happened is that when I first showed up, everybody was like, hey, you'd be hard to bunny hop over. And I was like, probably, yeah, for sure. I don't even know how to bunny hop. And they're like, can you, can you lay down there so we can bunny hop over you? Is that when you lay down on the like, bikes? The, they just like, oh, bleep, that's terrifying. And land on the other side of you. Oh, God. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm like, no, not a, ch- not a chance. <laughs> nah, that's not a thing we're doing. And uh, they're like, yeah, you're going to do it. There's two of us. We're jumping over you. And I was like, no. And they're like, everybody's here. Just like, uh, let's do this. And I'm like, no. And one guy was like, just the high school bully. He was just a dick to people. And. Same guy who fell off the wharf and almost drowned. Ah. And the other guy was my buddy. Like, okay. my, still my best friend, like one of my best friends to this day. Like, really? I talk to him every day and I love him dearly. Um, but he was like, let us bunny hop you, man. And I was like, why are you trying to do this? You're supposed to be on my side. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then the bully got aggressive and was like, hey, if you don't let me bunny hop over you, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> And his dad was a mechanic, and he helped him build mechanic hands. So his hands were calloused from work at, like, 14. And uh, he was like, I'm going to beat you up. And I was like, I don't like violence. Let's do this bunny hop thing. And then I laid down, and he bunny hopped over me. And then my friends started giving me shit. Like, you're going to let him bunny hop you and not me? And then everybody started giving me shit. And I was like, uh, no. And he's like, um, okay, I won't have to bunny hop you if you ramp over there. And it's like this four-foot ramp. And I've never, like, ramped anything. I walked to this place where everybody is, right? And I'm like, I can't do that. I don't have a bike. And they're like, you're going to use that kid, the poor kid's bike. You're, like, you're going to use the poor kid's bike. And I'm like, I'm not good. No, I'm not doing that. Oh my and then gosh. he brings it over. He's like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, oh my fuck. God. This is like out of a movie. <laughs> okay. This is like a teen <laughs> so, movie right now. Ugh, gross. Um, so I'm like, okay, fine. Let's <laughs> do this. I'll just fucking ramp and it'll be over. And then I went over to the bike ramp and then I ramped. And then when I landed on the other side, I'm very heavy. This is a small, poor child's bike. So it's been like 20 years old. And the fork bends outwards and the handlebars hit me in the dick. My face hits the tire. I, my nose starts spraying blood everywhere. And like, my nose is the only thing on me I like. Like, don't fuck with my nose. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> it's the only thing I like. <laughs> Uh, so my nose starts to bleed and then I hit my dick and sometimes uh, I'm not sure if you know this but if you hit a guy if ever a guy is acting in a way that you don't like kick him in the dick yeah. as hard as you can worst pain because sometimes you throw up <laughs> did you throw up? all over myself oh. <laughs> but now I didn't have to get a bunny somebody else to bunny hop over me so it was a win <laughs> Victory in my book. Drinking Did you throw up water. immediately? Oh, yeah. Well, it was like blood first and then throw up. Yeah, it was coming out of everything. I couldn't breathe. There was fluids coming out of everything. It was fucked. And then I used to cry all the time. Oh! And, oh no, it's okay. It's good. That's not because people hurt my feelings because I was very clumsy and I would hurt myself a lot. <laughs> and, like one time I was spying on two guys. Like I was like 12 and I was spying on a drug deal and I wanted to remember how they were talking. So I brought a yak back. Do you remember a yak back? So I'm hiding in the bushes. I'm 12 year old. 12 year old. There's two guys in a pit, like discussing selling drugs to each other. I'm just looking in the bushes, like this is awesome. 
This is fucking awesome. And then, I don't know if you remember how Yakbacks worked. I think so. But Did you would press it. Yeah. And it would record five seconds of audio, and it would immediately play back on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this magical feature. I didn't realize that's how that was going to behave. I'm, listening, I'm sitting in the bushes and I record it and let's say it was like hey man you got the stuff which isn't what he said at all I just don't remember yeah 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 and then so I do it and then out of nowhere it's just like hey man you got the stuff hey man you got the stuff hey man you got the stuff and then I'm just I'm just holding this just like holy fuck this is bad and it was and, loud too I imagine oh yeah it was obnoxiously yeah. loud it was made so that your parents would hit you that's what the <laughs> 90s was about it was just giving you toys that would either A hurt you or B get your parents frustrated enough that they would hit you yeah. that's what the 90s were yeah very Fucking true stupid. Jesus <laughs> so essentially um, these kids or these they're like 20 so I'm gonna say kids now that I'm an adult are like what the fuck is that and they turn over and they hear where it's coming from so they start running towards me and I panic and I start running away from them and then so I'm running and I'm running I'm running very fast I don't know how they can catch me and I'm looking back and as I look back I'm looking forward and I'm like my feet are just on the ground like I'm just I'm floating right now what the fuck's going on and it felt like a cartoon where my legs were just like yeah and I looked forward and then I looked down and I was like 25 feet in the air because I ran off the side of the pit because they <laughs> dig out the side of the rock for potash and so they just dig it and then it's just these giant fucking hills oh my god and I'm sure I was in the air for, like I understand physics I have an engineering degree and I know it's impossible but I'm sure I was up there for like six seconds that's insane <laughs> and I was just like looking down like this isn't gonna be good dude and, then and they I were fell. chasing you, right? They were chasing me. They stopped at the edge because they were just like, ah, oh, fuck it. He's dead. Essentially, they were just like, he's mad. He's good. He clearly lost the act back. We're good. And they just walked away. And then the only thing that saved me was when I was falling. And when they dig up potash, sometimes boulders fall out, but they're not hard. So, like, you could just smack them and then, like, break apart. Oh, okay. And I landed on that. Holy shit. So, but I landed, like, on the rock like this, and it ripped the skin off oh, of my arm. Oh, shit. Uh, but I recuperated the yak back. Oh, my God. And I walked to my buddy's place because his <laughs> mom was a nurse. And uh, I was like, yo, if I go home... My parents are going to freak out and not act very nice. I'm going to go to my buddy's place. Uh, his mom will take care of me. And so I'm there and she freaks out. And she brings me inside. She's taking like cleaning everything. She's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and then I told her the whole story. And she said, honey, you can't tell that to anyone. And I was like, what? I was like, you don't want to get hurt. Just let them do their thing. Stay away from them. Right. Which is essentially her going, snitches get stitches. That's right. She was just like, don't do that. And I was just like, okay. So it was just known that I'm always getting hurt. And so that's a, a back to, I cried a lot growing up. <laughs> but it's not for sadness. You, you, it's for I hurt myself. You know what the yak backstory story It's just <laughs> something about the idea of like things playing loudly when you don't want them to. Oh my God. Something what was your worst experience? There was this thing called a mega mic. Oh, no yes. Do you remember Mega Mike? Of course. Yeah. Of course I remember Mega I need to, like, I need to actually just see it. To Mega Mike, Amazon. Check how much this shit's worth. Are they, do they still sell them on, on Amazon? For sure. Somebody has them. Um, well, I'm just going to go to. Megaphones, Mega Mike. 
It was like a little I thing. I think Mega Mike, the mic was spelt with a K. Was it? Because everything in the 90s was spelt with a fucking K. Actually, it was like that from like the 20s and stuff. That's like craft branding started that shit because they were like, if people see a K instead of a C, they'll be blown away. This is, that's it right there. Yeah. This is it. Mm -hmm. So for people who don't know. um, It's a 50 cent toy on eBay. (laughs) Oh my God, I want to get it. So it's bad. 50 cents. I feel like comedians. I'll give you 50 cents. I feel like comedians need this when they're trying jokes out. To, no. Because there's a no. laugh. There's a laugh one. So there's clap. There's laugh. There's music. There's like a ding dong ching. And like an air horn. And there was one time that we were sneaking around <laughs> school in the hallways. <laughs> I accidentally pressed the. Woo! Oh, <laughs> like no. <applause>. <laughs> <laughs> just the feeling when you're a kid. That's amazing. That feeling of getting caught or like you're about to get caught <laughs> doing it's, something the, stupid. The, just having that clap is the same thing as like opening your phone to porn on the bus. That's right. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Everybody doesn't need to hear this. I'll never forget. I don't even remember the exact. Story. I, I know that we were like in a stairwell and I hit the button. So it was echoey. <laughs> You chose the most acoustically presentable place in the school, and you were like, Mega Mike. It was literally spelled Mega Mike like the name Mike. Oh, don't Google Mega Mike, M-I-K-E. You're going to see dicks. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Surprisingly, How none. How Larry safe searches on? Oh, is it? Oh, for sure. Have you turned it off? I didn't even know that that was a thing. Oh, no, it's not turned off. I think I can turn it off there. Yeah. Um, well, if you go more that. about safe search... It'll tell you more. I'm not telling you to do this because I don't want you to see the awful things that are on the internet. That's not what I'm trying to encourage you to do. However, you're underestimating me. (laughs) I love seeing fucked up shit on the internet. (laughs) Well, well, what's okay? This is this will be fun. What's the most fucked up thing you've seen on the internet? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I wonder if mine still exists. Do you want me to tell you the thing that hurt me the most to see? Um. Do we want to go down that road? <laughs> I don't Why know. Why not? Why not? Let me get you more water first. Oh, please. So you're not dying of thirst. Is it like dark, like sad dark? Oh, uh, there's some weird things. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Sarah's podcast, Intoxicated. Uh, it's been a wild experience. We appreciate you. Uh, Sarah's been doing a kick-ass job for the last uh, year and a half doing this shit. So if you can give it a like and a subscribe, I would appreciate that. And I'm parched and I haven't stopped speaking since she left. What's the fucking deal? <laughs> Please, please edit that out. <laughs> What's the deal with talking so much? I want to take my hat off, but I feel like I look like a hobo right now. Thank you so much. Love a hat. Love a beard and a hat. Okay. Most fucked up thing you've, you've seen on the internet. I watched a dude get fucked by a horse. Like, that was like. There's so oh, much. I, think, I, I feel like I've heard about this one. Yeah, it's called Mr. Hands. Oh, yeah. It's not even like the weirdest. I was like obsessed with 4chan when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know 4chan. Oh, yes. Yeah. So for some reason, like I had a couple older friends that were like, oh my God, this 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 is so fucked up. And the whole appeal of it being fucked up was funny to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, everybody's just here to make each other uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable all of the time. This is hilarious to watch people be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and then they oftentimes put... Like I've seen stuff that I <laughs> wish I didn't see, but I'm 
glad that I know that it's happening and people are putting it out there because I'm like, those are the people that I don't want around me. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it makes me aware. So mine, so do you, you remember when like, sh- you know, 4chan, so you remember like shocker videos, like were yeah. a thing, like there was a hot time, like a Two hot, girls, one a hot- cup, lemon party, meat spin. Yeah. So there that. was one called octopus girl. <laughs> Don't know what you did. I didn't see you. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun editing apolo- that. No, I was apologizing for my hairline while you were I talking. What, I wonder if it still exists. I don't know if it exists. What anymore. are we looking at? So I saw a video for of those a you girl. Who don't know, I think I might be going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just say shocker video and see if this pulls up. Um, oh, you're just talking about tentacle porn. This no, is a whole subgenre. No, this was a chick who squeezed out an octopus out of her vagina. Yeah, that's tentacle porn. It's this whole subgenre of porn. Uh, it's weird, dude. Some people love it. Some people really like cephalopods. I don't know what's happening there, but that's really yeah. I don't it's coming out of her nose. It, I, I don't think it exists it. on the internet anymore. But it was oh, when it I saw sure it. Does. It was you could go. I'm not telling you to do this, but you could go on any porn site, any recognizable porn site, whether it be you porn, huge's uh-huh. Pornhub, whatever X-Feds. the fuck, whatever black shirt with an orange logo <laughs> you want to use. Uh, and then write tentacle porn. You will have plethoras of videos. That's interesting. Let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not going to go there. There was one night I had a podcast guest over. We started looking at uh, local male escorts. On oh, Learist? Dur- during during the podcast because I was talking about like male sex workers. You can and send them to prison doing that. We oh actually it wasn't during recording. It was afterwards. That's super fortunate. Yeah. 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 You could send people to prison f- for just trying to get by. Yeah, but I was. I was more looking out of curiosity of like price. I get that it would be funny too, and like yeah. that's a really fun. And I have those conversations with my friends all the time. It's really fun to go um, on and Craigslist and stuff. And like, for example, I one time found a girl that I used to see. On oh that. really? And then I just sent her a message, be like, "Yo, is everything okay? Do you need help? Because if you're doing this out of like a, if you feel if you're doing this because you feel like you have to, like I'll give you shit and leave you alone. But like, is everything cool?" And she was just like, "Yeah, I just really like doing this. I was stripping for a little bit, um, and the money was good. And then I realized that like, I really like doing this, and I can choose the people that I have around me, and it's something that I feel comfortable doing. And I'm like, rad, fuck yeah, good for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so like since then, I was like, this is pretty fucking cool and like i have three friends that are escorts oh okay um and like i love them all super dearly it's a it's a it's a career path that a lot of people look down on and for no reason for yeah. just because they're i don't fucking know dude um, i, I people, don't know either people it's go, the same they're doing something i don't like yeah i wouldn't like doing that so they're weird for doing it. it's like you play the guitar they don't like playing the guitar That's or right. you, you like jeopardy they might not like watching jeopardy everybody has different interests and things that make them happy and every if that's being plowed by strangers for money fuck you you don't like your job your pit That's a lot right. i think a lot of the, <laughs> so i true. think a lot of the time uh i think a lot of the time people are upset because people have funner jobs than them ah that is like that is so fucking true but another thing with the sex work thing i do think that people think because i've had i've had an online sex worker on the podcast before um cool too. and she like her. she was talking oh, about chili yeah. yeah 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 chili um, i've never spoken to her but she's very fucking talented and so smart and like knows <laughs> a lot about everything which is so great um but she was saying about how if i'm not mistaken she used to post like a lot of literature stuff before like books she was reading and i was like that's super fucking dope oh really i haven't oh, seen damn. it for a while 
Instagram's weird. It stops sometimes. It stops showing you people like yeah. randomly. It's like, oh, you like you like and talk to these people more. It's like, yeah, I talk to my friends. I'm not gonna keep commenting on strangers' stuff, right? Um, but it's like cool to see what's going on. That's the whole reason you exist, Instagram, you dummy. And then <laughs> it's like you can't see these people. So like, I find a lot of my friends that are getting through this and like. If I saw their posts, I would like it because then it throws it into the algorithm so that more people see it. Exactly. And by liking somebody's post, even like commenting also helps them. Uh, but just by liking them, you're kind of just being like, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And give them a little mm-hmm. good luck elbow. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in you. Keep going. I'm all about the um, likes. Yeah, 100%. I was told the other <laughs> I was told. Some people believe, think like this, I guess. Um, somebody told me the other day that they told my friend um, that they thought I wanted to sleep with them because I liked their prof- their picture. That's not true. They were like, yeah, she thinks you want to sleep with her because you liked her picture. I was like, I just like the picture, dude. <laughs> What's going uh, on? I think that some people see Instagram as way bigger than what it is. I mean, it's a huge platform, but it doesn't mean I want anything. It so, just, sometimes you have a nice face. So... So you, you liking like, the pick, like you didn't mean anything by it, you just liked it. I like the pick, it's a cool pick. What if The world is a picture book now. Asking for for myself. Mm-hmm. What if you went on a date with a girl and didn't follow her back? Would that be would that mean anything? No. It wouldn't at all. Um Okay, what do you mean? <laughs> so so just to understand the situation. Her and I go on a date. Yeah, it goes it good. It goes well. It goes well. And you flirted a bit after. Is he active? Like, very active? Yeah, on social media. Stories. All and, social media? Um, I don't know about the other sites, but I know that he posts. So he's always posting? I know that he posts stories, which a not, stories. Not, a, not a lot of guys do. No, for sure. So you can suspect by him posting a lot of stories that he has a lot of interaction because he's doing it, so people are probably replying, right? Yes. So there's a lot going on, so you yes. might have just not seen it. That's you could have followed him and just like that's good thank you for that helps my ego a bit <laughs> yeah like if if, if so because some people are obsessed with their like not obsessed but some people are very reliant on their phone and they're like this is how I feel good so they put a lot of stuff out into the world because you get a lot of response and then you get mm-hmm. to talk to people mm-hmm. I love going out and talking to people which is something that you're not really allowed to do anymore and that hurts my heart <laughs> if Aww. I like I like being able to just talk to like I talk to old ladies walking down the street. I talk to random dudes that I don't know. I bet you I you're talk, a good cab ride. And like cab, I fucking love cab drivers. If they want to talk, I will talk all day. If they want to tell me stories, I'll listen and ask. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll listen to you like a best friend on Adderall. <laughs> That's like right. I like listening to people's fucking stories. Cabbies have the coolest stories. Yes, some of them their stories are terrifying. Yeah, some I've of them. Had, I've had some very scary cab drivers that I was like, I don't know if I should call the police right now. <laughs> So fucked oh up. man! One, one time. Oh, here we go! Another one time. <laughs> okay, so one time we were in a cab, and we were all fucking around. And it was me, a buddy of mine, and five or it was three dudes and two girls that I had never met before. Three? They were all friends. You didn't meet. You hadn't met any of these people. I met one of my like my buddy was there with okay. me. Okay. I always do. I'm more inclined to do things if I have a friend with me. I will do stupider if I go out one <laughs> friend. If I have a one friend night, I'm going to get in trouble. Because that person is your like partner in crime for the night. No. My job at that point is to be entertaining to them. Oh, for fuck's sake. My job is I, if you, you spent you chose, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You chose Always you entertaining. Cho- you have you have everything that you could do in your life. You could be reading a book, washing your hair right now, you could do doing any making a sandwich. 
Dude, but you're choosing to hang out with me Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful. So I want to be there and hanging out and being there for you and being like, what the fuck going on? How is everything cool? And like trying. You want to be on. That's why I'm exhausting. Not on. Because it's not a performance. I'm not trying to perform. I'm just trying to make sure they're happy. Because if they're happy, I'm happy. So we're just like, I'm just kind of trying to fuck around and I'll do literally anything that I think they'll think is funny. Right. And which is how I keep getting myself into a lot of situations like. We like that's how I accidentally joined a sex cult, right? Because listen me to, and my buddy, listen to the first episode. Because, yeah, me and my buddy were like, keep just trying to one up each other to try to like make each other laugh, mm-hmm. and then those series of events butterfly effect into us being there for a very long time. That's right. Oh so man! It's, so like, it's safer for me to hang out with a group or by myself. Interesting. So the one friend hang is dangerous. So what it's happened fun. with this cab? It's so much fun. So you're in a cab. Yeah, so I'm with a bunch of strangers. I'm just trying to make them laugh. And he was smoking a cigarette, so I walked into the cab smoking a cigarette. And he didn't say anything. And this would have been 2010. Um, yeah, 2010. Cause I was, or 2009. I was just old enough to drink. And uh, so we're all hanging out in this cab, and I'm smoking a cigarette. And he's talking crazy stuff. And he has lights going on in his car. And we're just fucking around. I'm trying to make this group of people laugh cab driver is kind of losing his mind because he doesn't like what's going on i'm like one of the dudes there um was like sitting on my lap so i started to pretend like he was my son so like i was like like holding him by the chest and he was like rubbing his head on my head and i was like yeah good boy like everything's gonna be cool like i know we're crap like everything's gonna be all right and we're just like fucking around and then the cab drivers like two guys are holding themselves holding each other in my cab and got really weird about it and i was like oh this is fucking stupid so i tried to light the moon i was like i'm gonna tell i'm gonna like just say something stupid and i was like hey man if you let me smoke a joint in your car i'll give you one and uh, he's like fucking smoke your joint and I was like, okay. So I lit the joint. And as soon as I lit it, and he goes, but if you can do that, I can do this. And he leaned under his seat and pulled out a bottle of vodka and just cracked it. <gasps> Holy took a shit. giant drink and put it back. And I literally just had the joint. And I just dropped it. And I was like, oh, I'm dead. I'm going to die. This cab driver is going to kill all of us. I thought you were going to say he took out a gun. That's, where I, thought it, that's where I thought it was going. Imagine? No, he wasn't like, he was uncomfortable with everything, but you could tell. You know when people get drunk and then they get like ballsy? I can say what I want because I'm yeah. drunk and they have no um, idea that the things that they say are sometimes moronic and people are going to go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And that drunk confidence, I feel like that's what was going on. Oh, so that's no. why he was like aggressive with us as we were just like playing around and having fun. Holy sh... So did I... So he, he, he got hammered. He was just like drinking the entire time and it was like a cab ride. And so we were leaving Moncton. And going back to Shidiac because we were going to go sleep on the beach. Because um, my house, like, growing up, I lived, like, a kilometer, like, 800 meters from a beach. That's like, amazing. Par- of Parley Beach, like, the beach in Oh, Shidiac. sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up on this cool I love that beach. beach. I've been there, yeah. yeah. You didn't grow up there as a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like beaches now because of that. I'm like, fuck you. That's now, they, fair. now they have sharks. And I'm like, fuck you, people. <gasps> oh, right. <laughs> There's two sharks floating around next to Parley Beach. And I'm just like, well, that's what you nope. get for not letting me come. <laughs> I, I always used to say there's sharks in those waters. And that's why I don't swim. People used to say, there's no sharks here. I'm like, 
There are now. Yeah. Well, it's just because they didn't have the website to know that they were here back then. That's <laughs> so right. People were ignorant. They're like, they couldn't be sharks. It's like, you're not a marine biologist. Yeah. You're no dick. Yeah, seriously, though. You don't even know what kind of birds are in your backyard. <laughs> there's more. There's literally more uh, more sharks than we think. I got to buy this Mega Man. Yeah, you can't leave a 50-cent toy from your childhood. Imagine. Oh, my God. The base of it has the selfie stick. Or a selfie camera holder material, is it? So you can, like, hang it onto things and, oh, no, it's a phone curly line. I think line. that the back has, that's like, a like, little that's clip thing that you could clip to your belt. That's so you cool. could clip it to your belt and then hold the mic. That's super cool. That reminds me of Minnie the Moochie. Have you ever seen? That's a YouTube song. It's just four dudes in the street screaming like lunatics, but it's beautiful. It's such a good fucking song. <laughs> okay, let's get to, like, my planned questions and then we'll wrap it up because we're at two hours. We're at two hours? Yeah, this is Man. Rogan, baby. Rogan length. Rogan length pod. Straight up, hanging out with you is so much fun. I did not realize that two hours had passed. Right? It's a fun time on this podcast. Yeah, I love you. I just like spending Aww. time with you. Every time I see you, it's super fun. Like, You're I honestly came... one of my favorite people. Like, one of my favorite yeah, people that I've met well. in, like, this year. I and see it all the time. <laughs> it's so weird that, like, we hadn't met. Like, we went so long without meeting. You know? Like, yeah. like so. But it it, cool. it's a beautiful I friendship. Actually, I actually thought that you didn't like me for, like, a year. What? I was like, oh no, because like Brandon Michaels, which I love dearly, and if you listen to this, I love you, and I hope you have a great day. <laughs> and I'm sure your socks are amazing, because he always says, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> um, but he was like, hey dude, um, there's this girl in Halifax, and she's doing this podcast, and it's super fun, and she's super cool, and super funny, and it's a lot of fun, and she's going to get comics to do it. Um, oh, and like heart. I already had a blast and I think you'd get along with her so I think you should send her a message right I remember this and I had an anxiety attack did you really oh yeah I don't like messaging strangers I'm str- unless unless like something happens where if you're posting about something that I'm passionate about something that I really appreciate something that I really like I'll be like yo that's a cool thing because yeah. because that's when you're, that's what social media is for it's if you're doing a thing if you're putting something out there, it's hope. I think hopefully for if people can appreciate or um, so what I'm looking for. If people can like relate to what yes. you're posting, can have the opportunity to go like, "Yo, dude, me too." Exactly. And that's what I think it should be used for. If other people don't use it for that, I'm sorry. If that's what no, I'm doing, no, that's that's and, what it is. Yeah. So I always kind of do that shit. Um, oh fuck, where were we going with this? Oh, you thought I didn't like so, you. Oh, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, so I was having a panic attack, and I was like, if I if I message her, I don't want her to think that, like, I'm just like, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> right. But it was more of a, I hear, hear that you're really cool, and you want to hang out with comics, and if my friends like you, I know I'm going to like That's you. That's right. Because I've, I've always come up, like, my entire life, I've always had groups of friends yeah like growing up there was seven of us and we were all together all day every day seven days a week we all crashed at one kid's house because his parents were always upstairs fucking so they would just let all the kids hang out downstairs and drink unlimited kool-aid so we just play video games downstairs drink kool-aid get fat and like protect each other and um so i've had that and then i went to university and i lived with four dudes and then like i said it was super tight in university and everybody was like trying to get to know each other's like groups of friends like i was friends with always out and doing stuff with people um and then i was like if she's a a friend of my friend is someone i want to get to know yes because if if you're spending time with my friends 
I want to be able to spend my time with my friends. Yeah. And the best way for all of that to happen as efficiently as possible and as often as possible is if you and I are friends. Yes, exactly. If you're friends with my friends, it you're trying to create like to. a group kind of thing. Yeah, like 100%. Pod. It's yeah. like, if you're awesome, we should all make this. Everybody who's awesome should stick together. That's right. And if somebody's shitty, I'll be the first to be like, yo, dude, stop being a fucking idiot. Get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. Um, like, I, I, I just like having cool people around me. So I was panicked because I was like, she sounds super cool. Oh. And what if I what if I come off as a loser? So what? I just sent you a message and I was like, hey. So like I have I the message here. <laughs> <laughs> because I went back. I, I was on my personal one. I'm like, okay, it's not that. It is on the intoxicated yeah, Instagram. Yeah, because I did. I was like, if I send it on her personal, she was going to think I'm a weirdo. So this is the thing. So you said, hey there. This might be a long shot. But I just got back from her show my, and saw my friend Brandon Michaels, who was was raging about how cool your podcast was. He had nothing but amazing things to say about it. And he suggested that I message you to let you know that I'm in town for a few. To know I was in town for a few days. If you're looking for a guest, I'd love to volunteer as tribute. Lo- cheers, Otter. And then I messaged you. I went to my personal one. And and then got back to you, and this was back in 2018. So this was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Took like, us like a year and a half to meet. Like because like, and for people who don't know, you don't let you. You're in New Brunswick, so you're not. You're not. You don't live in Halifax currently. Uh, it was right before I left for Vancouver. Oh, okay. So yeah. So this go- was. So I was gone for a year. This was August 24th, 2018. Yeah, I was like, hey Brian, would love to have you on. This weekend is busy one for me. How long are you around till? And then it just didn't work out. And then eventually. Um, I don't remember what it was that I don't remember how, but we're friends now, and that that's all that matters. You posted about you were asking something, and I sent you an article. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Yo, I think this might be what you're looking for." And yeah. Like, oh, cool. Thanks. And we talked about it for a little bit, and then you were like, "How have we met?" Yeah. I know. And, and that's I was the thing. like, "I know. I agree. You're friends with all of my friends. <laughs> how have we met yet?" And then you were like, "Hey, you should do my podcast." And then we had never met. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do our podcast and we've never met before. And like, what is this going to be like? Because like, what if you don't like me? And I'm sitting here and there's a camera in front of my face. And there's I'm like, no oh, way. No. I don't know how anyone could not like you is the thing. Like I, I don't. But I don't. That I don't understand that. I'm a lot. <laughs> I, I, you're not a lot in my mind. <laughs> I appreciate to me. you. Thank you. I love that. You're I just you. the right amount. You're like the Goldie Goldilocks. Goldie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm just, a golden doodle. Just the right amount. Just that's the right nice. amount. I, I, I super appreciate that. Thank you. No, but like seriously, cool. yeah. No, that's so that's so cute. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very glad that two years later I get. I'm, the, a, I'm, I'm sitting here with you for the second episode. Yeah, and this was super fun. It fucking flew by. It was. It was. It was Brandon and Vaughn were well. Actually, I had Hottie Brander on as my first comic, mm-hmm. and then Brandon, mm-hmm. and then Andrew Vaughn, and then from there it just like snowballed. Like it just snowballed, and now those were great ideas. Now I can't get Brandon rid of Michaels any of y'all. He's, he's great. He's great. Um, what were the questions? Oh yeah. So okay, prepare questions. What you oh, need yeah, to name? I was supposed to prepare things. You maybe talk for two hours and get stoned. <laughs> what the fuck? Prepare. Now let's have a conversation. Something that you don't like about yourself and something that you do like about yourself. Something I don't like about myself. Um. Uh, I very don't like the fact that uh, there's a lot of things that I don't commit to doing because I'm scared that I'm going to fail, so I allow myself to feel, fail immediately. So, like, s- quitting smoking, exercising, and shit like that. Like, I could be do better. I recognize that I could do better. Doesn't happen. Uh, so I hate that. Um, Fear of failure. Yeah. 
I like that I'm good with animals. That's sick. Oh, um, that is such a good... And you're a cat guy, which is so... Cat and dog. You have a horse. I love it. I'm all kissing on the mouth. And I, I think... I love animals. I think cat people are like night people. Like cat... Like you, you don't not, usually meet... You, you don't usually meet a cat person who doesn't like dogs or doesn't like horses or doesn't like other animals. But dog people are like, very exclusive and they're so pro-dog that they don't always like other animals. Do you know why? Ooh, do you have a theory as to why? 100%. I have theories oh, about tell everything. Me. I'm tell me. always wrong, but this is my theory. What's the cat and dog theory? People who like cats have other animals. It's because they're compassionate. Right. I like having other things around me. It's alive. It's happy. I'm happy to have it around. It's cool that other things are living. I can't talk to you, but I'll whistle you, let you bird, and then you'll whistle back at me. And it's like we're communicating. Maybe you'll follow me through the trees. It's going to be fun. Like, I had a conversation with a bird for half an hour the other day. It was fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> was, In the woods? Yeah, I was hunting for a waterfall, and it wasn't going very well, so I was just whistling. And this other bird started whistling, and then we were doing the same whistle, and then I changed my whistle, and he changed his whistle, ah! and then I was like, holy fuck, you're communicating. So then he did a weird whistle, and then I did it, and then it's like we kept going back and forth, and like, repeat, 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 change, change. Wow. Repeat, repeat. So we kept like mimicking each other, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And Evan was with me at the time, and he turned around, and he goes, yo, dog, how long are you going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, for as long as he wants, because I don't know that he's talked to anybody else. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I, don't tr- and, I don't trust people who don't like animals. Okay. I and then you have don't. people who only like dogs. Why do you only like dogs? Because you have power over it's your it's your animal. It's your loyal. It's, it's a it's a no. My life is together. If I'm taking care of a dog, my life is together. I'm taking care of a thing. I'm proving to you. I'm proving. To, I'm so sorry for all the dog lovers. I'm, be like, <laughs> I'm a nice person, and I'm like, no, you're not. You own a dog and hate other animals. You suck. Yeah. If you hate other animals, that's fine. If you don't want to touch other animals, you're like, I don't want to touch a horse. For sure, those things bite. Yes, I get it. Yes. But if you say, I hate all other animals, you're a dog shit. You probably don't like people. You yeah, just like I, your dog because your dog's the only one that will deal with your shit. But then there's there's other people who just don't like animals at <laughs> all. Like dogs, cats. And like, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Some I love animals more than I love humans. Like, oh, more than you love humans? Maybe not more, but I lo- I really love animals. Oh, for sure. Like, I, think, I, I, think I can go down alive. the train, the YouTube train of, like, animal rescue. Oh, like, like That makes me cry. Yeah. If I ever if I ever need to cry, mm-hmm. I'll watch Animal Rescue. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Everything makes me... I can watch a Dawn commercial, and if somebody says something sad, I'll start crying. Aww. I'm like, oh, I know what you went <laughs> Did you... Oh, question. Did you tear up at uh, Andrew Vaughn's service? Did you? A lot. I wore I giant dark. I only saw you at the beginning and the end. I didn't see you during. I wore a black mask so you couldn't see it get wet, and I wore giant dark sunglasses that covered my whole face. And a, no, I didn't have a hat because I'm not a fucking monster. Right, um, right, right, right. I'm joking. That, that was an attack for anybody on a hat. <laughs> I just always wear hats, and yeah. I feel like if I was wearing a hat to hide my hairline, because that's why I wear hats. Right. Um, I feel like I was anyway. It would be yeah. too much. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that wasn't. For me to do. Did you um, find that like the people around you were, were cheering up too? I was because I was bit. in the second row and I didn't see a lot of people in the back. Yeah, and yeah, people were having a, a rough go. A lot of people. I was very impressed for a bunch of uh, emotionally damaged people, comedians. A lot of people were holding it together very well. Yeah. If somebody else cries, I cry. Yeah. I'm like, I under like you're going through something, and that sucks. Yeah. And I get what you're going through. And like I was also very sad because I love Andrew Vaughn to death. And he's yeah. him and Travis Lindsay are like the two 
people who said things to me that made me not want to quit anymore. That's right. Because I was like, I'm obsessed with having people be happy. And sometimes when that doesn't happen when I'm on stage, I go, I'm just wasting people's time. That's yeah. you, you really hard on yourself about and, it. Oh, yeah. I want everybody to have a great time. If you came out, you deserve the thing to be fun. And if I'm not providing you that fun, that sucks. I didn't do my job. Mm. That's that's shitty. Um, I guess mm. I, that's why I keep trying to be better. And it's beneficial, I guess. So, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. But they both said really cool things that I will never forget. Um, so I feel very attached to Vaughn. Um, so during Travis's thing, I lost my mind, but I concealed it very well because I don't make noise when I cry. It's just a lot of chest contractions because I'm trying my, my (laughs) boys don't cry. Right. (laughs) It's it's a lot of of chest contractions and like my eyes start watering, but I also sweat in the sun. So I was like, maybe people will think it's I sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have bad tear ducts. They, they, my tear ducts react before anything else does mm-hmm. in terms of like so everything just waters immediately yeah I'm a big I'm, crier too I remember it in talk, yeah intoxicated live show <laughs> oh my god at one point you just looked at me and you like I think you grabbed my arms and you were just like looking at me and you started tearing up but things were going well like the problems were being fixed while it happened your eyes were tearing up and I was like your makeup looks great stop <laughs> and you were just like and then turned around like walked around came back and then you were good and then everything I'm like, really Scared that that's good. I'm scared that you that's how I'm that gonna well. act before my first set. Mind you, it's not like anywhere near what was the live show, but like Can I tell you it's a, a different kind of nerves. What's I the still do that. Yeah, time. I always. Sometimes if it's like a show that I feel a lot of pressure, like everybody else is doing super well, and I feel like I have to deliver to that quality, my left arm will go numb, and I'm really? like, am I having a heart attack? No, this is for sure an anxiety attack. Um, because so, and I also have like a lot of facial twitch so when i first started doing comedy it was really really bad now i like do breathing exercises to stop it hmm. but um my anxiety manifests itself in facial twitches really so i wrote yeah real bad it was like i've i've almost gotten arrested for it twice because they thought you're on drugs because yeah exactly everybody Holy my dad fuck. growing up my dad always thought i was on drugs because i was always nervous so i would roll my jaw and grind my teeth and i like blink a lot but like not in sequence which is something that people like uh something common uh, attributed to people with Tourette's. Right. Um, anyway, huh. so they wanted to give me medication for that once upon a time and I was like, I'm, I'm cool with this. doesn't matter. I'll, right. I'll strive to just not be anxious anymore and then that won't happen. But uh, that, yeah, whatever. So uh, I roll my jaw and then, so when I first started doing comedy, everybody just thought I was ripped on blow because even when I was on stage, I was talking and my jaw was rolling and oh every, as I was waiting for laughs, I was just like, having a good time and I'm still laughing and like being there and having fun because I'm enjoying it but subconsciously my jaw is mm. just because you don't you, you your body just does things sometimes and you don't know why you're doing it but you just yeah. can't stop it so I'm just doing that and I'm like what the fuck's going on and I could see people want to laugh but then look at me like this guy's fucked up really and I was like what's going on and then it only took like three four weeks before somebody pulled me aside and was like yo dude do you like need help and shit and I was like no it's anxiety Right. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, I don't do drugs. I smoke a lot of weed. I do mushrooms when I'm really sad. I don't mm. even drink. I like, I quit drinking because it was never great. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going into comedy. So I like, I, I've drank. I'm not saying that I haven't drank since I've started doing comedy, but I stopped drinking like 
couple weeks a couple weeks within doing comedy right um like two weeks i think because i was like i'm gonna be around bars yeah every night yeah i'm gonna want to drink every night that's even three drinks even three drinks a night that's i'm gonna get fat hate myself get depressed not want to perform and it's going to be a vicious be cycle. Over all the time. Yeah, and it's going to be a vicious cycle that I don't want to get myself into. Yeah. So I told myself that it would be responsible to stop, quit drinking, and just start smoking because that's how I'm more social. It also helps the anxiety. Yes. If I smoke uh, sativa before going on stage, my facial twitches will. That's why oh, I'm always okay. really stoned because I rather be stoned and a little scared than be twitching and like uh, twitching and ridiculously anxious exactly yeah. exactly yeah um but the it's like uh it's a um, feedback loop because i'm twitching because i'm anxious noticing that they notice that i'm rolling my jaw getting more anxious that they're recognizing it and because i'm getting more anxious they're getting worse and like i get fidgety and stuff and um i mean you know harm i'm just you not feeling make, myself in the you, moment. Did you ever make a joke about it? Be like, um, I'm not on drugs. I'm just very anxious. Yeah, I have a whole, I have a whole bit that I was doing for a little while, um, and it was very well received for the most part, except for one. I did it one time, and a bunch of people who did a lot of blow were like, "You've never done blow," and I'm like, "No." Right. And uh, they're like, you gotta. And I was like, no. And then they went on for hours. We were outside smoking. They were mentioning it. We were inside drinking, like, or just hanging out. They'd be mentioning it. And I was like, no. And then I was in the bathroom and I was at a urinal and I was taking a pee and a key just went, (gasps) and it was full of cocaine. And in that moment, I was like, I can just take it and it'll be fucking over with. And then I don't have to deal with them anymore. Oh my gosh. And then I had like a second, I finished peeing and I was just like, Nah, yeah. I don't, don't need this. Uh, and then in that moment, I was like, oh, I can't allow myself. Because I just say yes to things all the time, right? We've That's right. been over this, so I can't put myself in this situation ever again. Yeah. So I stopped doing the joke. Good. Yeah, it was a whole thing about when you're in bars, you're always around people with cocaine, who do cocaine. Um, and I don't have that kind of disposable income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fortunately for myself, I have the cheaper alternative, which is anxiety. I like that. It's the same feeling. And then I go comparatively why they're the exact same thing. Just going all the way through and like all of the examples is why people with anxiety have a lot of the same symptoms as people who are high on cocaine. And it's like we can have a conversation and they'll talk to me because they don't know the difference or they won't try to offer me cocaine because they think I'm already on it. Right. The whole benefit, the only benefit of having anxiety over cocaine is I don't come the consistency of quinoa. <laughs> don't know if you've ever seen somebody come on cocaine, but disgusting. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was, like I've only done it three times, and and I think two of the three were during sex. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't have the Should personality the for it either. Say that. <laughs> it's the end of the episode. Joking. Thank you guys for listening. Mom and yeah, Dad, no, if you made it through this one. <laughs> Mom and Dad, I of love all you. the episodes. She's super responsible. <laughs> Don't be mad. <laughs> it was only three times. And that yeah, was good. That was Out of what, 10 years ago. <laughs> was that? Out of 31 years? Three, is that, three, 33. 33. So out of 31 every 11 years. You That's did right. a bump for 11 years. And You're I good. only, and going back to the people pleasing thing, I only did coke um, to bond with my boyfriend because he was into it. Uh, yeah. Fair. That I feel like that happens very often. And I've done things yeah. similar. 
Uh, I've also done things very, very similar. So I get where you're at the coming time. From. You know, at the time I didn't really realize it was that. I was like, oh, I'm just being. Uh, when you're in the moment, you just. I'm being a young it, kid. Like <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to also just always be reflecting. What's the morality of the situation when you're in that situation? That's right. right. If somebody's like, because not everybody's thinking like that. So if somebody's like, do this thing. You're not going to be like, how is this going to affect me long term? You're like, if I do it, is he going to stop? <laughs> Sometimes that's just how it works. That yeah. is how it works. So I get where you're, I'm sorry that happened. But oh, I mean, yeah. worse, worse things have happened. Yeah, um, doing a deal with who does a lot of cocaine just means he doesn't have disposable income to like buy you treats and stuff. So fuck that guy. Aww. That's not true. A lot of doctors and lawyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have the money for both. It both. started the industrial revolution. But like that's like one of the main things. People are like really efficient. When people have a thing that they do consistently, like mm-hmm. as a vice, whether that's booze or weed or whatever, like I don't have like I drink way less than I used to, and I wouldn't even say that drinking is my vice. But like I never understood how people have that money. But I guess I just spend my money in other ways, you know, like yeah. Unreasonable things? It's not cocaine? <laughs> well, I don't know. Is $30 That's eyeliner reasonable? It's not going up your nose and damaging your brain. Yeah, That's doing good. true. If, if you're doing, like, if you're doing cocaine to, like, get somebody who's being falsely committed of a crime off or saving somebody's life because you need that little edge to get you through the surgery, fuck yeah, do that cocaine. Do it. If you're doing cocaine because you're trying to impress someone, don't do the cocaine. Exactly. Don't. Yeah, I think that should be the message of this episode. Don't dance. don't do drugs to impress people, everybody. But That's you know, why I but do, do, do drugs to uh, stop being sad. Yes, I I gotta do mushrooms. I think that has to happen this summer. Do you guys want to see Sarah doing mushrooms live? We can make it a documentary. I could. I yeah, could. We'll, I mean, hey, we'll look like, at the legality of it first. Yeah, I uh, I, I definitely want to do it with people I enjoy. Like, and you're in that category. So if you ever want to do mushrooms together, I'm down. I'd love that. Um. Oh, unpopular opinion. Do you have an unpopular opinion? Did we think of one? No, I haven't been thinking about it at all. Lemonade, lemonade sucks dick. <laughs> Fuck that juice. If you like lemonade, if you like anything mixed with lemonade. I love lemonade. What do you know? You just, it's too sour for you? No, it's dog shit. <laughs> it's, it's, there are really you, you, harsh you, you, feelings you, to lemonade. It's a 60, do, it's a 60 cent fruit. You, you, it's 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 shit. It's, you're squeezing gross, a veg, a, a fruit that you'll never eat. That's if you true. if you eat lemons for fun, fine. Fucking drink your lemonade, you weirdo. <laughs> like, that's like being like, I love I love hamburgers, and then you start drinking ground beef juice. Like that's it's stupid. Um, it's just yeah, I hate lemonade. I also don't like Jello. Okay, those are unpopular. Opinions, that is unpopular. Most people like okay. If okay. you're in prison or in the hospital or in school, hope that, you like Jello. Yeah, those are three places that I hated. Okay, that's fair. Interesting. So I hate Jello. Oh man! Well, Brian, we're gonna wrap it up. Unfortunately, Thank you for me. this has been super fun. This has been so fun. And again, like, I mean, come back on whenever you fucking want. Like, you got regular status before anybody else. I appreciate regular that. status. So um, can people follow fun. you on things? I'd rather know when I'm alone. If it's do- oh, uh, oh yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> If you if you want to hang out, we can. Just don't follow me. That's normally startling. That's never led to anything good before. I'm on. Uh, I'm not on Twitter because Twitter is a hate space, and that's scary. Um, I don't have a Facebook page because only old people use face, uh, Facebook and uh, old ladies. Oh, you 
don't? like me too You're much. not actually on Facebook? I'm on Facebook, but I don't have a comedy page. Oh, right. If you okay. want to befriend me That's on fair. Facebook to like play words with friends, I guess. Fuck yeah, do that, I guess. <laughs> um, but I did, um, Instagram is the only one that I really use. Okay. Um, which is uh, definitely not, not otter, otter with periods in front instead of spaces. Put it right here. Um, definitely not otters. Who I am, not what I am. I apologize in advance. Although otters are my favorite animal. They're fucking sick. They're, They're awful. Do you, do you identify with the traits of an otter at no, all? Not at all. They're, what are you talking about? They're the most fun animal. If you go to like a, a wildlife park true? or a zoo, they always look like they're having fun. Because they're in a cage and they have nothing else to do but just float around. If those, uh, if those creatures weren't in that cage, they're heinous monsters. Do you think that they're heinous? Okay, I, I relate to a caged otter. <laughs> the, the cage in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Spat <laughs> um, on the uh, bridge. <laughs> Still uh, just an yeah. otter in a cage. It's super fucked up. Uh, sea otters are specifically so. Since I've been I've been otter for ten years, twelve years now, and that's just what everybody calls me. And if I introduce myself as something else other than that, it just gets weird just really right. quick. Um, and since I've been called otter, every week somebody gives me an otter fact or will tag me in oh, something so or send funny. me something. And I love, I love them. I love them. Um, but be- people were always sending me these same cute facts being like, do you know otters hold hands when they swim? Like a lot of things hold hands. Yeah. Like it's a fun thing to do. Duh. They're not special. And like uh, otters, otters have um, rocks in their pouches and then give it to their lovers to, to show affections. It's like, yeah, that's how penguins get married. Like, a lot of like you're not telling me anything special. Cool, I'm glad that they do it as well. But tell me something interesting. And then I went deep diving, and then I found all the interesting stuff about otters is devastating. They're saltwater monsters. Oh my god! Specifically to themselves, they're awful to other things. Like um, specifically, male sea otters are monsters. Female sea otters are vicious, um, and they're very protective of their young. Um, but I understand that the male ones are the freaky ones. Really. Male otters, male sea otters behave like how you'd think, how some men act in the street based off of the things that people post online. Really? They're monsters. They do all of the things that people are afraid of. And people are like, they're amazing. It's like, look into it. They're not, they're not that great. And male sea otters, um, adults will grab seal pups, (gasps) right? They'll take these seal pups and be like, you're cute. And then grab a rock. It's oh, bigger no. than the seal pup's head, and will smash the seal pup in the head repetitively until it's not dead, but not able to bite or move. It's still breathing, and it can still be fed like a baby bird. And then it uses it as a sex puppet. Stop it, Brian! Are it, you? Are you? Is this real? I swear! I swear to God, you can Google this. You can animal play. You can watch videos of it. I am going to Google it. I'm calling you out on your sh- shit. It's in a What is this? Sea male? Or just write sea otter seal or sea otter seal puppet, I guess. Pup. Yeah. I don't want to watch any video of it. The violent. Okay. Okay. And then they That's share them. That's so unfortunate. They share them. So it kills a sea otter and it brings it around and it fucks it. And it gives it to its friends to fuck it. For status, that so is if, so fucked. So if an otter, if an otter's fuck, if an otter is fucking a sea pup and gives it to another otter, that other otter later will give him food. Oh my! So Jesus it's like a hey guys, you want to fuck my seal? 
<laughs> like it's kind of like when people have sex robots, they're probably going to do this. It's Whoa. like a sex robot hostel instead of cute little baby seals, which is super unfortunate. Um, it's it's insane. They're mo- so and whenever people are like, you're, I can see you as an otter. I'm like, they're <laughs> monsters. Stop, stop, please look into it. I was it. thinking of like the river otters at the wildlife park. They're yeah. like, oh, he's running around having a good time. They're like going down the, the slides. I'm like, that's like, Brian Otter. Stop labeling people things before you know who they are. <laughs> Essentially, the wow, of that story. What a way to close an episode. Just absolutely blowing my mind. I did not know that at all. You can call me that, but please don't tell me I act. Like that. That's fair. They are cute, though. That's why I say it's who I am, not what I am. The river otters are really cute. Like a baby river otter. Yeah, they're cute as fuck. Baby river otter. Like, I, I just want to hold... We have, we have them up north in New Brunswick. I want to I want to hold one of you. You shouldn't. You'll have, like, Lyme disease from ticks. I would, I, would, I would get the Lyme disease to hold little baby. We'd have to get a clone of you. That's okay. The world could use more of me. That's true. That's dope. That's what happened to Avril Lavigne. <laughs> okay, we're done. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Brian, for and coming thank you on. For having me. This has been super fucking fun. What I a wild you. fucking ride. Jesus you. Christ. Ring that bell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sea otter sex puppet. <laughs>